into Don't Forget the Popcorn, the Dave and Wes movie cast. They always say Christmas is the time of miracles, Wes. Well, here's a miracle right now. They never thought we'd be back. They, there it is. Who's that coming down your chimney? It's the Curdles. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined, as always, with Wes Ledesma. Wes, it feels great to be back. Man, off hiatus. <laughs> Finally, a full finally, year, a full year hiatus, uh, a full year hiatus. But man, it's uh, a lot's changed in a year. Uh, obviously, the last time uh, you you were a recently married man. Yep. Now a father to be for our colonels. Uh, that's so. If we didn't have excuses before for not potting, <laughs> oh boy, uh, we got them now. If you're wondering why our next uh, ten pods are all baby related. Uh, <laughs> Which will be spread out over the next yeah, seven three years. Man, three men and a little baby segment that we'll have uh, coming up uh, here. It's actually a heck of an idea. <laughs> Our Steve Gutenberg month. Ooh, Gutenberg top five. That, that could be... Can we get to five? <laughs> How many police academies right? making that it was list? four short circuits, so we, we might be able to. <laughs> oh, but man, it is great to be back. You know, that's what we said. What, what would the colonels want for Christmas? Uh Man, they, they just wanted to get a don't forget the popcorn. It's it's amazing to me. Uh, once again, I mean, it's just I'm always blown away. We, we just have such a fun time doing this. It's just, I mean, a hobby. It's just an excuse to get together, talk some movies, you know, have a few laughs. <laughs> Turn into John McClain there for a second. Uh, you know, get together, have a few laughs. Uh, but it, honestly, I'm blown away by how many people are always like, Oh, man, you're going to get back to the pod? You know, when are you going to listen to that? Uh, went on a golf trip this summer, and they're like, man, we really enjoyed your pod. You know, you're going to get any new episodes out? And we know the Ruth Ruff's got to be through the roof. Oh, right yeah. Now. This friends, one, the Ruth Ruff's. This one's for you, Jack. <laughs> big, big Soap is probably just grinning ear to ear. You know, our my neighbor, Andy Leonard, he's got to be pod. I'm just excited to be back. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of save it. We're going to see the true kernels might know what movie we're giving the bucket list treatment to. I'm saving it. I don't want them to know yet. I want them to be surprised. A greenie tease. Ooh, We're going to see ooh. if they stick through. Still got it. Still they they got stick it. through the whole episode. We're going to wait. We'll, we'll uh, give you, as we always do, for the bucket list treatment. Uh, we will we'll give you the preview. But I'm telling you right now, this, this is one of our favorite movies. This is one that we've teased for a long time. This is one we always throw it around. Like, should we do this one? Should we do this one? It's like, not yet. Not yet. It's Christmas. We're we're giving the, we're giving the biggest present of all. This one uh, we're gonna save just for us, Dave. We're gonna save this one just for Ooh, us. Could it be saving Private Ryan? We'll we'll find out. We'll find out in a little bit. But you know, it's uh, we've had a year, so we're gonna have uh, forty movie reviews for you. We're gonna no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we are gonna do some <laughs> recent movie reviews though. Uh, you know, Christmas is when people get a little bit of time mm-hmm. off. There's always a couple of movies. Believe it or not, I've actually been rifling through yeah. a few movies lately. So I I got a good. Uh, Couple movies here for uh, the recent reviews. Let's just go back and forth. Okay, we'll we'll uh, ping pong it, if you will, back and forth. Well, it, ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay. Oh, Let me kick it off hit. here, buddy. And uh, Black Adam, The Rock, The Rock, DC. We got another comic it's already book a collector's movie. item, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's right. Out as... <laughs> well, for a while there, you were thinking they were going to be a Black Adam too. A lot of hype coming with this movie over the summer. I mean, you got. The Rock is box office. I mean, he's yeah. close to a season ticket guy for me. I know I'm a big fan. For most of America. So you see it ready to stream on HBO Max. I was pumped. We, you know, carved out a night. It was, I give it one bucket. And you know me. One Generous bucket. buckets over here. Whoa. I just, and maybe it's because I don't know the 
I had what? no idea who the Black Adam character is or was or what he did. No history with it. Shouldn't matter a whole sure. lot. I didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a lot of... No, yeah, for sure. Right? So that shouldn't matter. I thought it was... The story was sloppy. I just didn't like the effects. Again, Man. I thought DC dropped the ball. So I'm going That's one bucket. That's probably why they're tearing it down. I know our guy Pete liked it, but it... Not, not for me. It not wasn't for me. A, honestly, it wasn't a rain endorsement from Pete. I think it was. Uh, Pete definitely has the curve for the comic book movies. Yep. He has a as do I. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always right there. But and I think you are too. And to hear you give a comic book movie one star, I'm blown away. Was it's, the Rock good at least? I mean, was it? The Rock was fine. I mean, the Rock is the Rock he's is just the Rock. The rock yeah, is, yeah. It, it, it's it, he was fine. Did he call anybody a Rudy Poo? He did not. I think they worked in an eyebrow raise in there too, How which could you, you know that? it's. It, that's almost that's like his, the I'll be back of the rock. So it's I'm fine with him working that in there, but everything else. Rock, stick to the Fast and Furious. Give me well, he's a, done. I mean, they already James Gunn is tearing down the yeah. DC Universe, which, I mean, Henry Cavill out as Superman. Uh, I I'm mean, I, Wonder I really Woman's going away. I'm Boy, hearing I mean, I'm, Aquaman's hear, going away. I do hear the Wonder Woman they're trying to figure out, because Gal Gadot is, I mean, she's it. She is, yeah. she is Wonder Woman. She's been phenomenal in that role, even with, the terrible Wonder Woman 1984, she was still great. Yep, I but agree there. But it is. It's time to get the DC. I, James Gunn, I love James Gunn. I mean, he's made The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, he made, you know, the, the Guardians movies, obviously, which are fantastic. The only thing I'm worried about with James Gunn is he's got that quirkiness to him. And those, all the movies, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But it like, worked in the second Suicide Squad movie, I thought. I actually really liked that well, one. Well, that was the one he did. He did yeah. not do the first one. Okay, that makes um, sense then. He did, the, yeah, I, I agree. I loved it. But, I mean, you got a giant starfish. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, that's what <laughs> yeah. we're talking about with that. Uh, and I just worry that's not Superman. Superman mm-hmm. shouldn't, nor that's just not Superman. Batman, that should not have that quirkiness. And how is... Robert Pattinson going to work into this? I mean, is it going to be... Are they just keeping that fully separate? I've heard they probably are, but who knows? It's just disappointing It it makes it very confusing if you're a DC fan following their universe. So Pattinson's separate. So what, do I still got AF? Do I got Baflack? You know, what... I know. Where are we going here? I mean, they almost need to take I read an article. Like a, you know, a, a Lions approach two years ago... Tear it down to the studs. Give yeah. me a year of no DC and start fresh. Trail Gale, trade Gail Godot for a, you know a future Stranger Things actress to be named later. Something like that. Give me that. an eleven. Build it right back from scratch because there's too many. Ah, they're just going all over the I'm place right now. I'm with you. I mean, and that's where uh, speaking of Ben Affleck, I guess James Gunn brought him in to ask to direct a future Ooh. DC movie. So who knows? Uh, I mean, that's. I'm glad I didn't even know that was DC minute. I know. Hey, it's in a DC minute. (laughs) There we go. Oh, we still got it. You know, if if you if the colonels remember, karaoke breaks out quite often here, and uh, with our movie that we're going to be reviewing, there's a a pretty good soundtrack. So there's a very high probability that's not the last time you heard us sing. Well, let me get the speaking of singing. uh, I'm going to my next movie. I actually forgot to mention this in 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 to you. Wes, I saw Elvis, the HBO Max. He's alive and well, huh? Uh, Many people believe that. Many (laughs) people believe that. Uh, I'm going to give you my rating off the bat. I think I'm a full four buckets. Oh! I I just loved the Baz Luhrmann. He's not for everybody. Baz Luhrmann is, uh, you know, Moulin Rouge, the Romeo and Juliet. Okay, there we go. Uh, He did the Great Gatsby. But he was the perfect pick. The perfect pick to direct this. And Austin Butler... Remember this name. He played Elvis. Just 
incredible. Killed it. Like, actually did the singing. And for me, when you do these Ooh. musical biopics, when they actually sing, it just takes it up a, such Heck a big yes. notch. Like, I mean, look at Joaquin Phoenix doing um, Johnny Cash. Uh, I love that. That was incredible. Great callback. You know, there. and I love Jamie Foxx's Ray, obviously, but he didn't really do the singing in that. And it just takes it down a little notch. Austin Butler sounded, looked, embodied Elvis so perfectly. And there's so many things I didn't know uh, about Elvis. I know, uh, you know, I was talking to my dad. My, my grandma was a huge fan of Elvis. So I've kind of grown up, you know, listening to Christmas. But, I mean, this movie was just awesome. Like, and you can see why Elvis is obviously the icon that he uh -huh. is. That the 1950s, early 60s Elvis, like, oh my God. Like, I couldn't even imagine in today's day and age what, like, stratospheric levels he would have been at. Yeah. Because just his charisma, his, you know, swagger, his rebelliousness, I mean, it was just... It was awesome. Yeah, I loved I it. I can't wait for this, actually. Tom Hanks. Tom I'm just going to say, I see Tommy, our boy. The, uh, a lot of Razzy talk for him uh, because, I mean, it's like, it's hard. It is. It's not a great... I mean, he is what it is. I mean, he's playing that role of Colonel Tom Parker. Uh, and an interesting accent. He's just wearing a fat suit. It's just kind of like, it's hard. Uh, like Jimmy but I mean, he's still playing Tom it, Hanks. It, oh, my God. Jimmy Glick. That would be. <laughs> yeah, tell me a little bit about it. Now, what is this suspicious mind now, Wesley? <laughs> uh, shout out to Martin Short. Yeah, How you doing? Marty Short. Uh, so, I loved it. I, I think this is one. It's long. It's almost three hours long. Are they going through like a? Are we getting all the like fat Elvis? Get you know young oh, Elvis? Yeah. We getting you get, all you get the, the Elvises? You get the whole gamut. Uh, I mean, it starts even when he's a young kid. It runs all the way through. Man, I can't wait. It's it's you got to check it out. I mean, especially over break, it's a longer movie, but I mean, it's just. It's awesome. Is this on HBO Max? It is. Okay. And nice. I threw it out in my classes because the cool thing is, is there's a ton of history in it too. Uh, history that I didn't even know Elvis was involved in. Hmm. And because the way it's shot, a lot of kids have seen it and they really like this movie too. And it's kind of cool to introduce Elvis to some younger generations here. So yeah, check it out. Elvis, I'm going Jeez. four buckets. I, wow. I, was, I was on three and a half, but it's one of those movies that I'll catch myself thinking about every so often. And if, if a movie kind of stays in your mind for that long. I mean, it's it's a yeah. impactful Boy, I one. I have to mention this to my mom. She is a huge Elvis fan. So this is... Oh, uh, my gosh. Deanna's a huge really, fan of yep. the uh, DFTP. Uh, put this at the top of your list. Isn't Joe a big Elvis guy, yeah. too? Yeah, I think he I thought, is because of Didn't I see a family picture that everybody was well, dressed in Elvis garb? Well, that was just a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Well, Boy, I like it. One. Coming out. So we got a one and a four. We're a one hitting, and a four. We're hitting the bookends here. I'm going to go with uh, a horror. No, well, when, when did this come out here? Black Phone, Dave. It came Black out late Phone. summer, but I mean, Ethan starting Hawk. to stream, and I think October. You know me, and maybe it's been a while, so the the colonels may remember. I, I'm a horror guy. Oh, I yeah. like the suspense movie. I like, you know, movies like that. And this one came out, I had good word of mouth. Good word of mouth, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Creepy trailer. Well, just even the, the cover. Yes, with that, yes. Whatever that he mask He wears is. that little mask. It's got this huge grin on it. 
I'm telling you, this was an easy three buckets Ooh. for me. And for a horror movie to come in, or horror suspense, however you want to uh, classify it, to come in at three buckets, I think this is really worth a watch if you're looking for that type of movie for, for a late evening like that. I'm not 100% where it's uh, streaming. Uh, it probably it's on is. Peacock. Oh, Peacock. Yep. That's still a uh, streaming service. Yeah. They haven't bundled into something else no, yet. No, no, no. I know. It's hard to keep track but, yeah. of anything. Black Phone, Ethan Hawke, three bucket, good thriller suspense movie. I really highly recommend that one. Well, I'm going to piggyback right on you because I completely forgot. I watched a horror movie recently, too. Uh, I remember seeing this trailer. I remember seeing the buzz. I think it came out in theaters around September. Uh, Barbarian. Barbarian oh. West. This is one. Justin uh, Justin Long is in hey, it. Hey, there. He's uh, back. Yeah, he's back. Uh, I don't remember the, the actress that's in it. She was fantastic. I'm... What do, you, what do you got? No, I remember. Now that I just pulled it up and I see the cover art, I remember starting this movie. Yes! We got halfway it got through it. It got too scary, so we paused it, and I wanted to finish it in the light of day. So, yeah. So, <laughs> this is one that I'm going to give two and a half buckets, but I'm going to tell you this. For the first three quarters of the movie, this was a three and a half bucket movie. I don't think they hit the landing, which is, I think, very important yeah. in these horror movies, but... The scenes that are suspenseful and scary, and I mean, there's there's a scene that I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat more than I've been on the edge of my seat during a horror movie in a long, long time. Um, it's very cool. Like I did a lot of reading after it. Uh, set in Detroit, uh, in uh, just outside of Detroit, uh, some of these abandoned homes. Uh, it's oh, called that's the, the Brightmore. Airbnb. The, the Airbnb Definitely. Brightmore uh, is a neighborhood. That I did a lot of research, and like it's. Legit, like, was this incredible neighborhood in the, you know, 50s and the 60s, and then now it's just full of abandoned yep. homes. So there's some social commentary in there, too. Um, two and a half. It's, check this movie out. It's a full recommendation. In the light of day, preferably. In the light of day. Oh, I, trust me. I was the same. It was, uh, I watched this one uh, during the light of day, you know. Uh, but it was, like, one of those that... I, I I don't think I could have made it at no, night. It, it had a lot to do. We were going to suspense. a wedding. We were staying at an Airbnb. It was just hitting too close to home. I'm like, Absolutely. all right, that's enough. And boy, I noticed our, our boy Bill Skarsgård oh, in here. Right from that's it. What it was. Yes, and he's great, fantastic. Enough. Great actor. Creepy Why guy is he so too. Creepy? He's so so creepy. creepy. Yeah, and it's not just because of the it. He just has. Mm-hmm. And he's. I saw him on Conan uh, when Conan still had his talk show when he was uh, you know shilling for uh, it. And he, he knows he looks creepy, and yeah. he said it. I mean, he just does. He really leans into it, too, it seems like, which is awesome. Which I think they lean into in this movie as well, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's worth checking out. Uh, I want to go back to music, though. I want to jump in right here. Yeah. The Weird Al movie. It's streaming oh. for free on Roku. Did you get a viewing oh, as well? Absolutely, and I'm a Weird Al guy, so that was... So am I. Uh, you know, there's so many great, you know, Amish Paradise. Uh, you know, I, I think of Yoda... I went to a swamp down in Dagobah where it bubbles all the time like a carbonated soda. <laughs> I actually haven't heard that one what? before. That is wonderful. Oh, S-O-D-A soda. Uh, the Yoda, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Weird Al, come on. Uh, you know, it's, what, I'm fat? I'm, I'm fat. He's a, he was an important guy through the 90s for like me. I had, his, I had his CDs. I listened. It was... It was funny. It was it was good. It's gum. It's uh and uh watching that movie, you know, obviously it's a little uh you know, not 
really based in facts, but like a portion of it a little there bit. There was. You know, right? I, I listened on a, a shout out to friend of the pod, Adnan Because I don't Burke. think Weird Al had a relationship with Madonna. I feel like he that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, you know, spoiler um, alert for the curtains but, out there. But she did really get a bump and wanted Weird Al yeah. to do the song. Now they just took that to the next stratosphere. <laughs> uh, but friend of the pod, Adnan Verk, had the director. Uh, and the writer of this on his pod. Uh, maybe we'll get him next year yeah. when we do our next episode. Uh, but it, it was talking about the fact that, you know, they just wanted to turn the music bio genre, you know, just make fun of it. Kind of yeah. like a walk hard, yeah. which it definitely had those vibes. Um, perfect. Kernels, perfect. There was perfect. kernels yep. of truth in there. Uh, but it was also just like... Uh, watching Elvis after watching this was so much fun uh, to like be able to go and see how... All those tropes were used, and it is. It's funny, the, like those music biopics. And the initial My Bologna. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, and they all just kind of... Good stuff. But that was... Daniel Radcliffe just oh, oh. killed it. Uh, hats off to Harry Potter. Uh, you know, two points for Gryffindor. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's definitely... Uh, and what's smart, though, like, because I'll, I'll be honest... Watching him in this role, maybe it's the hair and mustache. I didn't feel like I was watching Harry Potter, where no. you, you feel like a lot of the movies he's in, you still kind of think of him as Harry. So kudos to him. Um, you know, it's one of those movies where I really think, I mean, I know it's crazy to think, uh, but like hearing like there was some possible like Oscar buzz for for song for but that for Daniel awesome. Radcliffe, like some yeah. of the way he was. But because Roku was so... Like, they did not want it released in theaters at all uh, because they wanted people to go to the Roku yeah. app, which oh. I never had it. And I downloaded the Roku app on my uh, Fire TV just yeah. to watch this movie. Uh, so while we're checking out, I'm going to I'm gonna land right at three buckets. I just yep. had too much fun. Nope, I had too much fun, and I love Weird Al. If you're not a big Weird Al fan, I would no, skip it's it because it's going yep, to go over your you. head because I think it's the perfect movie to – encapsulate Weird Al's yeah. life. Is it's, this a, it's a fun movie. And I think Three Buckets is a proper spot for it to land because it's, you know, you're, you're like Three Buckets, uh, you, you, you rate it, you know, a really good movie with Three Buckets and you're also giving Weird Al that. Eh, it's yeah. just different different genres, different what we're looking for. And uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm with you on the Three Buckets. I loved it. You get another one in? Yeah, let me throw... Look uh, at that. Look at that. We're just giving oh, the kernels. We, this is your Christmas viewing guide right here. I think we're going through... Skip Black Adam, obviously, but we're giving you gems here. How about this one? A Channing Tatum joint. Whoa. Magic Mike. Well, you know, I had to go back and watch. No. Dog. Simply titled Dog. Oh, I skipped because... I'm too worried. Well, and this was a, so was I. Let he, me know. He did I want to know right away. Did the dog he did, a, he did a talk show uh, kind of uh, promoting this movie when it came out, and one of the first things he said, don't be afraid to watch it. The dog doesn't die. I'm watching it. And that it. was right away. And it. as soon as he said that, I was in. And this, it's such a, if you're a dog lover. True story, right? Yeah. If you're a dog lover, oh. jump right in. It's it's awesome. He's, he's, he picks up a rescue dog and, you know, shenanigans ensue with it you know the training process and all that stuff that goes along with it but then the natural camaraderie that comes between he's uh, military you know, that, right yep yeah so oh. it's it was an awesome movie i gosh it's been a little a couple of months since we watched it but i loved it that's well, an easy three bucket for me i i'm curious because i feel like it was reviewed well i want to know what the uh the splits here on our guys your look at those splits Ooh, what are we certified got? fresh my guys, 
which are the critics. If uh, new listeners to the pod, we know uh, a lot of new listeners to the pod after a year. 77% my guys, 89% your guys. Oh! See what happens when the dog lives? I don't. (laughs) See what happens. Hey, take notes, Turner and Hooch. (laughs) Spoiler alert, but I mean, that ruined it. I remember Turner and Hooch ruined any animal movie Mm -hmm. for me. I was so young when I saw it, and I just remember. That's one of my earliest memories of, like, just... Balling, like almost inconsolable. My parents had like <laughs> watching the movie, loved it. And then I just, I think I've talked about this on a previous yeah. pod, uh, where you know, I remember my mom, oh, look at he's he lives on through the puppies. I'm like, this dog is streaming on uh, you're an Amazon Prime member, which I feel oh, like everybody has yes. these days. It's a free movie on Prime right now, so yeah, that's uh, slide in for, good that for, for the a family nice, to nice, check out. You think? Oh, is that 100%. Yeah. That's just good wholesome movie Man, there. Good pick. Uh, let's stick with the wholesome movie. I'm gonna. Ooh, it's Christmas right. season. Uh, HBO Max. Christmas story. Christmas. Oh, man, I've been saving this one. I've been you saving it. No, it. I've been okay. saving it. It was gonna be a, either a Christmas Day or a Christmas Eve watch, but I wanted. Well, I wanted to West, save it. 0.5 buckets. No, I'm just kidding. Oh uh, my! Jeez. I <laughs> I will go. I, I I honestly was in my head like this is gonna be two buckets. The preview didn't look great, but I think I'm going to land right at a solid two and a half buckets. Kind of, I feel like there's a bucket and a half of nostalgia in there. No, well, yes, but no. It was actually, and Vicky said the same thing. Uh, it was, it was really good. It was really well done. Um, I just, I can't quite get it up to that next level because I, I love that they kept all the same actors. No Ralphie, kidding. Ralphie's awesome. Ralphie's great. Uh, you know, the, the uh, I've drawn a complete blank. I know this guy's name. He's the the head elf in Elf. Oh, uh, yep. I don't know why I can't think of the actor that played Ralphie. I know hopefully we can get it up on the uh, DFTP big board here. <laughs> uh, but he's just not, he's not going to win an Oscar anytime soon. And it's just, it's great. Like, it's great having that. But, I mean, there's some scenes where I think the emotion maybe would have cost like, it would have caused a little bit more. Oh, I'm going to be so upset. Did you already get it up? Nope. Well, <laughs> here's what's great about the movie. You said nostalgia. They got they captured the old feel of the movie so perfect, whether it was the music, whether it was, uh, you know, just kind of some of the flashback fantasy sequences of Ralphie, you know, winning some of those things. Peter Billingsley. Okay. How was yep, it? yep. It's dry. Gosh dang it. Uh, but... It's just to me, it was exactly what you said. It's just, it's just a good feel-good movie. And I mean, Christmas they throw out like Hallmark has all those garbage movies. I think it's yep. a notch above that. Oh, okay. And, I mean, there's a scene, man. I mean, I'm not going to ruin anything. I don't want to tell you anything with it. I mean, that's I caught myself with a little catch in the throat. I mean, it was, uh, man. you know, it, it gets at you. I think it's a perfect mix of nostalgia. I think they made so many great nods to the original, but still kind of being fresh with some of the new things. Uh, Caught myself laughing a few times. The whole family enjoyed it. I'm going a nice two and a half buckets. Man. It's not going to be. It's not going to be a classic. I, I don't know if it will be in a yearly rotation, but it's going to be in. Oh, let's throw this on. It's been a couple years. I yeah. mean, it's it's going to be one that we'll go back to because I mean, there's some that we'll never like. Bad Mom's Christmas was I think a point five, like one of the worst Christmas movies. Like I'll never go back and watch that movie. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's what I mean. Like that's this is not a movie that. 
it, it will be there. It, it's just not yep. maybe a yearly, like an elf, like a Christmas vacation, but it will be, oh, it's been two years since I've seen it. So yeah. two and a half buckets for me for Bad Christmas. Bad Moms Christmas. Christmas, Hallmark movies, Catching oh. Strays, somewhere Kirk Cameron is out there just <laughs> hating you. I <laughs> hope he is. I hope he is. Oh, we'll find some growing pains right yeah. there. <laughs> Ah, uh, shoot. So let me uh, see if I'm, I'm going to throw two more out there real right. quick. Uh, one, I'm just going to, Wine Country. This has been one that's been out for a while. Oh, oh but that's I, a Tina Fey? Yeah, I stumbled upon Amy it on, uh, on Netflix. Yeah. And, man, let's see, 2019. So it's been there yeah, a while. I don't know how I missed this. And so Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, I mean, Rachel Drash, you know, the, the, SNL, the SNL girls. girls yeah. The SNL girls. Maya Rudolph. This is absolutely hilarious. Easy three bucket. You're looking for a good comedy. Again, Netflix, somehow for me, it got lost in the shuffle. If you're the same, I say go watch it. Hey, you're looking for a comedy. 67% my guys. Uh-oh. You disagreed. 31%. Whoa! Whoa! But I love folks, it. I, folks. Maybe it's just uh, maybe uh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are just too smart for the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one I want to throw out there... I seen the new Black Panther, you know. Uh, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever, and I mean Marvel, the exact opposite of what we talked about with DC. They lose their title character. They lose Chadwick Boseman. How do you recover? They recovered excellent. That was a really well Sorry, done movie. It. It's obviously not as good uh, as the first. How could no, it ever be? Of course not. But I mean, it, again, easy three bucket. I love the hat tips and I love the tributes to Bozeman throughout the movie. They did it the right way. Yes, it was just, it was so nice. It was hard not to get a little bit of the feels. Oh, I bet. You know, towards the, uh, towards some of the Bozeman scenes, but well done. Good introduction of a new, uh, you know, villain for the Marvel universe. So again, Marvel, you keep, you keep throwing your fastball, man. That one still hurts. I mean, just losing a talent like Chadwick Mm -hmm. and losing just what seems like a genuinely great yeah. guy. I mean, Black like you, Panther aside, I mean, he uh, had a lot of really good movies, and 42, like you said, a, just a good dude. Even like, I mean, even a garbage movie, well, I shouldn't say garbage, but even like a throwaway action movie like 21 Bridges, I loved it. What? I was a huge but, fan of that. So yeah, I. But so it was is. I. But I mean, it's like a throwaway yep. action. But it's a popcorn takes, movie. He takes a two-bucket movie up to a two-and-a-half to three-bucket movie more. just by his yep. presence. And, I mean, you just look at... I mean, even draft it. He was great in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just, uh, you're great. I mean, everybody shows up to his birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have two more. This is it. We'll move on. This one's very buzzy because of the ooh, stars, because ooh. of the drama surrounding the movie. Don't worry, darling. The Olivia, oh, Olivia Wilde. That's been on the list Harry for a while. Styles. Uh, you, you get Florence Pugh. Uh, just an incredible cast. And the previews look great. Everything looked good, but then there was just the drama surrounding yeah. it. And, like, you know, Olivia Wilde was dating Harry Styles, which broke her up with Ted Lasso, which broke. I mean, it's just. Like, was that so the. Did Sedakis spit oh, on yeah. Harry Styles? No, no, thing, it, wasn't, no it wasn't. It wasn't Sedakis, was Harry it? Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. That's what it was, in, yes. Uh, <laughs> at, at the festival, which they all deny. But, man, that was such an odd video. So there's a lot, like, detracting from it. And I'd be curious if all the drama didn't happen, how I would have felt. I still enjoyed it. It put the drama put that movie on the map for me. So I for sure. do think it it for sure it helped. It's worth checking out. Yeah. Kind of a cool sci-fi. The twists solid. Uh, I don't even want to tell you what what it would be with yeah. that. Um, I'm going two and a half. Uh, I just I would have liked to seen it fleshed out just a touch more. But 
Uh, truthfully, <laughs> I feel like half a bucket is just for my girl Florence Pugh. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. When I, remember when I recast her in Father of the Bride and she was literally in the Father of the Bride remake? Uh, but it was, uh, I, I'll never forget that moment. Uh, but she was just incredible. She's such a great actress. Uh, and I, you know, definitely. Another hat tip to Marvel there for grabbing her for uh, oh, Black to carry Widow. the Black yeah. Widow torch. Oh. So that's where I'm at. Don't worry, darling. Two and a half buckets. My last one. You're going to be hearing a ton of this movie. It's on HBO Max right now. Chess dropped this week. I'm hearing buzz. Hearing t- constant buzz. It's You're going to see it's going to be on top ten lists all over the place. I'm making my bold, bold prediction right now. You know I'm an Oscar guy. This movie's going to win Best Picture. The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Oh, okay. God, Martin McDonough. Uh, this is the guy that did In Bruges. This is the guy that did Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. This is the guy that has just done some great movies, just great writing. And this is with Colin Farrell. Uh, My with, guy. This is with uh, Gleason. Why can't I think mm-hmm. of his first name? Paul? No, not Paul. Uh, Dom Hall is his son, the guy from Star Wars and Peter Rabbit. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Brandon. Brandon I was Gleason. thinking Jackie Gleason. And <laughs> there's something, uh, this might be just a fair warning to the colonels out there. You might want to turn the subtitles on. Uh, Vicky walked away a half hour in because it was late at night. We started this movie at 9.30. Uh, she's like, I can't understand what they're saying. Oh, you know, because they talk very Irish. Well, it's not like, if you've ever seen Snatch before where they yes. have... Uh, you know, oh. the, uh, what are the gypsies? You know, Brad yeah, Pitt's Brad guy. Pitt. Yeah, you get the subtitles. Yeah. There's not quite that bad, but I mean, you get Colin, Colin Farrell. It's, it's a two horse race right now. I haven't seen it yet, but I mean, uh, Brennan Frazier uh, is the lead runner for uh, The Whale for being best actor. I just but Colin that. Farrell is the other. It's, it's a two horse race between those. Colin Farrell is incredible in this movie. And Brennan Gleason, incredible in this movie. And I mean, it's. Don't expect a ton of action. Don't ex- no. but, but if it's anything like in Bruges, you're gonna yeah. get really good writing. You're gonna oh. get probably a lot of witty. I'm assuming a lot of. And witty I'm gonna tell you what. And- there's a lot of twists and shocks that you wouldn't see. And I'll just give you a quick synopsis. It's uh, it's an island. Inna Sharon's an island in Ireland. That's hard to say. Uh, <laughs> it's it's an island in Ireland and. It's very small. It takes place in 1923, so there's nothing to do. It's a very rural area. There's sheep, there's goats, there's donkeys just traipsing around, and there's nothing to do. And and Colin Farrell and his buddy are, like, best friends. And one day, Brendan Gleeson, out of the blue, just says, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, you know, there's nothing against you. There's no, you know, hey, there's nothing against you. It's, uh, it's, it's just going nothing to the. Against you, man. It's always the. It's always the fecking too. The, the fecking. <laughs> uh, it's, it's always uh, there's a lot of that, but it's it, it's one of those things where I'm like 40 minutes in and not a lot has happened, but I'm riveted because I'm like, why the heck does this guy not want to be his friend? Like, is there a big twist? Is, and it's just. You Did gotta you leave that it. movie start, and, and then you find yourself with that little bit of an Irish accent oh. when you left Well, there. I did. was Vicky. Going I mean, back Vicky's... to school. Hey, they're the fucking homework. Oh, you know, you get a spade of it. Yeah, you, you guys are going to cost me to eat, drink about eight pints uh, when I get home. Huh? It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you just get it. In. <laughs> Turn into Lucky Charms. Right. All of a sudden. Uh, Banshees of Inner Sharon, check it out. Uh, well, it's Obviously, with what you're hearing me say, for... Huge buckets for the Banshees of Inner Sharon. Uh, if I'm going to do my top top ten movies, top five movies of the year, this bad boy. Wow, right there. that's gonna, I, that's going to come in I, there. Yeah. I love it. I just I love it. I mean i I can't stop thinking about this movie. I watched it uh, Tuesday night. 
uh, school night, but I'm up to like 1230, you know, watching it. And it's just, I, I'm going to watch it again in the next three weeks because it's just one that, that hung with me. Um, it's not going to be for everybody. There's no, going to be some people I, that are going to yeah, hate it. I, um, but when we go to my guys and your guys, let's go to the splits. Cause I've looked this up. I mean, it is one of those, this is why I think for sure it's going to be a best picture. One of my guys, 97%. Whoa! 97%. Oh! Your guys, though, not far behind. 76% for a movie okay. like this. So, I mean, it's still there. Uh, I, I want everybody to check it out. I, I think it's great. But just be forewarned. It's not going to be for everybody. But, man, if you... Here's what... And you said it perfectly. If you liked In Bruges, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies, too, go see this movie. Yeah, uh, or, no, a, go a, see it. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, that's a layup for you. You've got to see it. you got to see it. You know, a little quick Colin Farrell here. An extremely, extremely good actor. Oh, it, it's it like I a, board, a borderline season ticket guy. Yes. Yeah, you know, I remember reading an article about him. He had such, he had a lot of momentum going, and he's you know he's Irish. Yeah, he was always drinking, drinking. on set, yes, so he I had a, it. It's that kind of uh, the bad boy. Yeah, it kind of pulled him away a little bit, but when he when he puts his mind Whoa. to a role, when he. When well, he is locked in, he now. is past it. Yep, and I think that's what the uh, article I was going through. He was kind of talking about how he was in the past, yeah. and you know he was still getting it done. He was, you know, but man, I absolutely love Colin Farrell. I was the gentleman. Agree more. I've loved him forever. I mean, it just, yep, and it's well. Me I'm and Mike Munger were season ticket holders throughout college because it was he had that run of like the recruit, yep. phone booth, SWAT, and SWAT, and I mean it was just he he had like this crazy run of number one movies, uh, you know, just some of those throwaways. But I mean he is he's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. He always has been, and now like that he's getting into some of these roles. Here's the pe- I thought he was great as the Penguin in the yes, Batman. Yes, and that's even that, that's an awesome thing about Farrell. He. Horrible he's a bosses. very recognized. Yeah, he's a very recognizable name. A guy that can lead a movie. You can put him in there. He can be the lead. But he and then he's take he takes some of these roles where he's like a secondary, third character, and now you just you really bring up a movie when your third billing is Colin yeah. freaking Farrell. Like a, that's awesome. Just a feckin'? Feckin', feckin'. <laughs> uh, so PG go. pod yeah. here. I try to really well, blend hey, that in, right? <laughs> that's. I think when you say Irish, I think it's still PG thirteen. So it's all right. Uh, it's F E C K. Uh, it really is like when you have the subtitles. It yeah. says feckin'. Uh, F E C. Uh, so here we go. I mean, I know we've we've been going. I mean, we've been having so much fun just talking movies again. It's time to get to the bucket list. It's time to get to it. This is one we honestly were thinking about leading off our inaugural episode with this. Yeah. Instead, we decided to do a top five with this actor. I mean, the, the, the true colonels know where we're already going. Uh, our first episode was a top five Tom Hanks. So <laughs> if you know us, you know we love a Tom Hanks. Oh, Tommy. I mean, our last episode was a year ago. What was it? A League of Their Own. A League Jimmy of their Dugan. Own. You know, I'll wave my little hat. <laughs> you know, just showing that. So we went to the pinnacle. The, the true colonels know. Uh, we have a guy that, that once did a weekly viewing of this movie. <laughs> you're right. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Well, colonels... Here we go. You're going to get Forrest Gump. There we go. Just, oh, that preview, just everything. We're going to be lucky to be under two hours here with this. Oh, man, we're the same runtime as the movie. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Uh, this This was my first viewing. Vicky and I were trying to think of it. 
uh, truthfully, this might have been my first Gump viewing. Full Gump. Like, I'll catch a scene here or there. But my a first... Cup of Gump. Uh, yeah. cup, <laughs> cup of Gump. <laughs> uh, nothing like a cup of Gump. Uh, <laughs> uh, this might have been my first full viewing. 15 years? Pre-kids Whoa. for sure. Pre-kids for sure. I, I can't remember the last... It, it might even be more than that. Definitely college. I have the DVD. I feel like I watched it at Vicky and I's apartment. So that puts it around 2007. I mean, we're talking 15 years. That is wild to me for a movie like this. I mean, such well, a well-rounded movie that you just... It think. is, but I'm so glad I didn't because I, I want let to... Me, let me go to you because this yeah. is... I, I've wrote down so many questions I'm going to ask you because I'm just so curious. One, is this in your top 10 of all time? One hundred percent. This is like we, we used to say those. Uh, you get stranded on an island. What movies yeah, are you taking? Yes. I'm uh, I'm having a full cup of gump. Top five. I mean, now you're really getting in there. I almost want to say yes, just but you know, for hot takey. But it'd be tough. Gun to head. Gump to head. Gump to head. <laughs> I would. I think this is in my top five all time oh. movie. It just. It's got it all for me, yeah. baby. So yeah, I why, think I'm why, gonna well, give it there. This is I'm I'm so glad you said why what is it about this? And I'll get into it myself. Mm-hmm. Why do you love it so much? Like what well, is it about this? Because this is if you remember bucket list, we have a couple things that we go down, and this is what makes it a classic. So in your mind, what what is it that you love so much about this movie? Because that's obviously what's gonna make it a well, classic. Well, kind of something that you're you just alluded to. It took you 15, 15 years mm. been watching it. But I bet during that time, and I could be going on a limb here, you've seen portions no. of Gump. You're going through AMC, you're going through TBS, it's yeah. on syndication, oh, yeah. you're always going to see some Gump, and that's one of the things I really think is awesome about this movie. You can feel like you watched it, but there's like, it's a good pop-in movie. You can come in, uh, you know, when there's a, sh- and there's, they're just jumping on the shrimp boat. You can come in just when they're going to Vietnam. Yeah. It's almost like a TV series, pong. right? Yeah. It's almost like different episodes. Different, like uh, you're going through, oh, look at that. He's playing some pong. Yeah, I'm going to sit back and enjoy this. You know, another time, maybe not. New Year's Eve with Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, I'll, I'll sit down. I'll sit down and enjoy this. So hey, that's... New Year's go. I just love the... Like, if you don't have that... Because what is this? It's got to be a good two and a half hour movie, I would say. Uh, Vicky and I were actually both surprised with this. It's two hours and 22 minutes with credits. Okay. 216. We well, actually... Both of us looked at each other. So that's what we thought. Yeah. And not in a bad way, like, no, oh, God, no. this movie drags. We just, I just feel like there's so much There's so much in. into it. I mean, you can... And that's one of the things I do like about it, like I said. It just... You can go... You can pop in at any segment, middle, quarter of the way through. You can miss scenes, and it doesn't matter. Gump's still throwing his fastball. And then a big one for me, and this should probably... Probably going to hit big for you. I'm not as big of a history guy as, obviously, oh, my uh, counterpart here. And yep. this is like an educational tour through here like a lot of this stuff i love how they incorporate so many historical events and like people in gump yeah it's just wild to me how they do that and then when it first came out you know you were blown away by him you know he's sitting down there with john lennon no religion too like what Lennon's talking Can to you imagine Gump. Imagine it. <laughs> and then, like, he's showing his butt to LBJ. Right. He, you know, he's shaking hands with JFK. And a little, it, that's a little, like, hat, you know, a little tip nod to, uh, you know, how LBJ liked to. Uh, oh, well. absolutely. <laughs> but just, doesn't matter. You know, the Elvis, first African American. Yes. There's just so many in there. And that, I think that's so awesome. And I don't know if you're able to show this in. Uh, 
So a, a lot do. Is that I, a waiver maybe because of the no, Gen A scenes? No, I mean, uh, you could always skip those, I think. Um, I know a lot of history teachers do. I just think there's actually, for me, I would rather show a real. Like, yeah. I mean, I know he's in the scenes. I think one year early on I, I showed like the entire Vietnam segment. Um, but it's just not for me. Like I, it would be like, and I know uh, other teachers that have showed this just at like the end yeah. of the year review. Like, look well, at all this. It's a good way to uh, like bring up questions it about is. stuff. So and you hear like, what, who, you know, these shrimp and bows, who's the Black Panthers? <laughs> yeah, it's it's so embedded in like facts. Well, it's so cool to cool. have, and that's what it is. Like your enjoyment of this movie is made even better when you know history. Mm-hmm. When you know that that's Abby Hoffman bringing him up from the trial of the Chicago 7 or whatever. Is the V. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> you're going through. I mean, it's, it's so cool to see those different things. And for me, you know, you know where I'm going. This might be top three movie score of all time for me. Like, oh, I mean, it's... Well, and then there's Those pianos, too, yep. like, it just gets... And even Vicky said, she's like, we need to have Charlie just learn how to play this on the piano. And then Katie comes in with her violin playing and just Cece's blowing a white feather around the living room. <laughs> I mean, it's what well, I, I thought about throwing a feather down when you were walking in just to, <laughs> but it's so iconic. The, the, but I mean, man, I mean, it, it's manipulative, but it pulls at the heartstrings mm-hmm. more than, and then the Jenny score, uh, cause you notice it like, and that's where the best composers obviously have, you know, musical notes for whatever. And when, Forrest first meets Jenny on the bus. You hear the Jenny theme mm-hmm. coming in, and I'm sure we'll get to it. You hear the Jenny theme hit pretty hard towards the end of the movie. I mean, it's it's just one of those. And then, my God, uh, Tom Hanks. I mean, just we love him. I mean, this what is more this can is, we say? We don't forget the Hanks might as well be yeah. the name of this podcast. And I don't care. I mean, he is my favorite actor. I mean, there's just I know we debated this with uh, with Wheeland, and mm-hmm. you know we'll look at you know Denzel versus Hanks, and we'll talk all those different things. But Two titans of the industry, right there. But, and it is. I mean, you're splitting hairs. But I mean, come on, Tom Hanks is an American treasure. Tom Hanks. Is our best act. I, I, you, you can't, you can't convince me otherwise. Uh, with and I know he doesn't always Which play a villain. Or makes it wild to me that I've still never seen Philadelphia because we got our two back top to back. guys going that right. Is. Well, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's Hanks and uh, Denzel. Denzel, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Denzel going toe to toe. And it's and that was back to back because he won Philadelphia Oscar nineteen ninety three. Won Oscar 1994. Look at this guy. Jumping segments. Oh, jumping segments. No, that's not is even that, a tidbit. Is that, is that common Oscar. knowledge? No. You know he's the only the one to do knowledge. that? Only back-to-back? Only back-to-back. Back best here? actor. I did only not know the only win. back-to-back. That's Spencer wild. Tracy is the only one that's done that since 1938 with Captain Courageous and Boys Town. Wow. I'm sure everybody's seen that. You an early tidbit. Here's what I don't get is how is that the last Oscar that Tom Hanks has won? Get out of here. Saving Private Ryan, come on. Earn this, he should have earned an Oscar. Yeah. You, you look at Captain Phillips, I know he was nominated. Oh, we come just on. Captain Phillips, actually. Kristen's never Captain seen that. Ooh, that how'd is, you like it? Loved it, loved it. That was a really good I mean, one, just too. just go down the list of Tom Ooh. Hanks, and now we've got a new Tom Hanks movie coming out. That's the one with uh, the, uh, the the seagull. The way he flies the plane the into the seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> 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 well, snuck a little Indiana Jones in there. Oh, he's the pilot that hits the birds. Uh, shoot, how come I can't think of the name of the uh, Harrison movie Ford? Or... No, no, Tom oh. Hanks plays the pilot that uh, it's, uh, 
Oh, Sully. Sully. <laughs> I really threw you off what, there with the... Uh, what is going on here? I really threw you off there with the birds. I'm like, this guy's been off been <laughs> off air for a year, and we're putting Tom Hanks in Indiana Jones. But, oh, uh, man, that's that's for me. I mean, the, the score and, and, I mean, this might be one of the best soundtracks ever. Mm-hmm. When you get the Vietnam scenes, you get the, the running across America, you get... I, I was thinking about Every this, too. song ties into the scene oh. so far. So well too, like when Jenny's, you know, when she's leaving, they have a song Freebird. like going. Then you got yes. Freebird. When she's standing, is that that's when she's standing oh, out yeah. on that oh, ledge, yeah. right? Woo. I think good. that was my introduction that's to Freebird. Good. Like, I, and I didn't know that was the same song when you heard the beginning of Freebird. Uh, obviously, uh, I mean, it was almost as long as the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the soundtrack, "Fortunate Son." I mean, you go down the list, mm-hmm. Buffalo Springfield. Uh, I mean, it's just. What a soundtrack. What a sweet home Alabama. Yep. I mean, yeah, Greenbow Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's... The other thing, too, is there a... Is there a more quotable movie? I mean, think of movie. This is 1994, Wes. This movie's from 1994. And I feel like there are still quotes that come from this movie nonstop. Yeah. I mean, and here's the great part. Like, there's movies that I'll make and... and TV shows or whatever, like, I mean, I'm getting old now. I'm 39 years old. T- teaching kids that were born in 2007. I have kids in my class right now that were born when my teaching career started. And, like, they'll I'll throw out lines from movies and they'll have no idea. But I'll throw out a line from Forrest Gump or a random line from Forrest Gump or anything like that, and they'll know it. They're like, they'll know because that's, that's how iconic this movie is. And I will get into it with yeah. the best quote. But I mean, come on! Stupid is as stupid does. Life is like a box of chocolates. Uh, and those I, are just the so layups. I mean, There's a lot you can can't tell about here, people's shoes. Taken, yes, the <laughs> shoe, I mean it's where they've gone, where what? they've been. Even I, I hear kids that are in elementary school run, Forrest, yes. run, and they, that they get, will withstand the test. They of maybe time. have never seen the movie, yep. and they just know that quote because people will throw that out. And actually, it made it hard for me to choose quotes because oh, some of those are so. I can't wait to like you know that. like mainstream like you don't want to say box of chocolates they're just there's they're so uh embedded into us right now that lieutenant dad ice ice cream but i mean how often i can't tell you i I still feel like it happens every time i'm on a bus seats taken can't sit here like i mean it's just it's embedded like you're gonna constantly say it no matter what anytime somebody's walking down a row or something looking for a chair i you can god you'd put your Put your money on it. Yeah, Somebody's do- giving Dr. a seat taken. Yep. I gotta pay. Uh, <laughs> shot in the butt talks, uh, and then you just even not just forest quotes, but the anytime somebody says shrimp, I feel like a Bubba Gump's gonna I break out. Right. Uh, Bubba, it's like the shrimp stew, shrimp scampi. He's gonna go on a shrimp four-minute diatribe about shrimp, different shrimps. Shrimp. I mean, it's just. That's where this movie is just, it's iconic. Mm-hmm. It is one of those movies that are just in the vernacular. It's everybody knows what it is. I love it. I love this movie so much. And this was one that I watched all the time. And I'm so glad I had such a big gap uh, in seeing it because I was curious. I was honestly curious, will this movie still hold up? Was it one that I just put on there? My God, does it still hold up. Vicky, I'll be out. We'll both, I'll say it. Hand up. I mean, that's... I teared up like none yeah. other at the end. I mean, it still gets me. It still gets me. And I had to look at Vicky. I'm like, that Hanks did it again. Man, I mean, it's, it's just, you get so emotionally invested. I'm going to talk about it later, too, when we get into it. That, but, that Jenny Graves scene, I, oh. that's because we just, just finished it up before you got here. And I was like, my, 
Because he's so, and we talked about this a little bit. He's so. That's just, where he won his Oscar. He's just, he's just talking, talking normal, like giving the update of the of his son, and then he just, you know, he's just so smart. You'd be so proud of him. That little break right oh. there. I mean, that's you can you're feel so everything. You yes, you've you came with him through this journey this entire time. He finds out. Him. He finally finds love. He's not a smart man, Dave, but he, he knows. knows what love is. <laughs> And he finds it. Well, and I wrote and it down, too. And it's gone. It's taken from him just like that. I God, wrote it. I need to cut this. <laughs> well, and I wrote it down. Like, he's such a pure soul. Yeah. And that's why you love oh. him. Like, such a good human being that just loves people. I mean, and just, oh, I, I mean, you just love everything about And that's why you're so invested in the character. You root for him, and he finally finds his one true love. He finally... More to come on this later, but you know, finally gets to marry Jenny and only gets to be with her. I mean, it's hard to tell, but maybe just a couple months, three months, four months that they get to be married. And I mean, he obviously, you know, proposed early on, and that's when you just drop yep. the lines. I may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> it, it, and that hits. And then he yeah. he does it. And Vicky and I always think it's so funny. That it's just the. The way he holds the hands on his <laughs> I know, I know it's an audio hands. medium, but I mean, Tom Hanks even knowing how to hold the hands on the hips, and it's just that. Uh, well, I love where you went with the pure soul. It's wild to me that I didn't write that verbatim, but I got here. He's such a genuine person. He doesn't see things in the term no. of color, class, no. or any type I mean. of status. The man's loyal. Yes. He just he doesn't know any better, so he just does the right thing. That's why he was That's so good it. in the army. Yeah. That's what, God damn it, Gump. You, to, you must be a goddamn God genius. Baba. <laughs> yeah. well, but I mean, just where the, the drill sergeant's like, That's the best mm -hmm. answer I've ever. Why did you join the army? Well, it's just to listen to you. So it's a God damn it, Gump. I mean, it's just. You must have an IQ of 160. <laughs> it's just such a pure soul. And I think that's what makes it hurt so bad. He finally gets to marry Jenny. He's finally, you know, has a son. Is it a son? More to come on that later. I got a hot Ooh. take. I got a hot take. What do you think you, you I got, oh, I'm saying. Kind of look like saving. that Black Panther I'm boyfriend saving. is what, what you're saying. I'm I don't know. Well, the way Haley Joe Osmond grew up, I would believe oh. that he is the son of the That's Black true. Panther boyfriend. You've seen him in the, bo the boys. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> uh, so there we go. I, I think we've definitely covered why. Is there, what a Herculean task this is going to be. Wes, what, what is your favorite scene? Jeez. I, that's, I was wrestling with this for a while because there's, like I said before, there's so many you can, you could pick up Gump wherever. So what, of it's all so those segments, ten different segments of Gump that you want to pick to maybe, uh, you know, choose as your favorite. The one I'm gonna go with and the one that I always lean on, and it's, you know, I'll say it during golf. I'll say it when something's rolling, and it's going to be the shrimp boat scene. Oh. And every, like, right from the beginning, from when he's, you know, just getting started sure. the shrimp boat, right to the storm, the Lieutenant Dan, <gasps> you call this a storm? <laughs> just screaming on top of that pole. I absolutely love it. It's a shout out. You and me. I'm right here. <laughs> I mean, just how did he not get a casting call for the Joker after some Ooh, of those laughs? That's a good call. That's but a good call. I'm going with that whole the shrimp boat fiasco mm. between him and uh, Lieutenant Dan. Well, it's I, easily, gosh, I love it. It's easily the part that uh, Vicky and I laugh the hardest at when and oh, I, I'm gonna, this will lead me into my other question perfectly. 
that I wanted to ask you. But my God, do I love and I lose it when he sees Lieutenant Dan on the dock. And he's like, Lieutenant yeah. Dan! And he just like <laughs> just does the wave. He does the wave. And then it's just, how many times have we done that though? Like where you had a pool that you just do like the gump runoff where he keeps running <laughs> as he's just, off the boat. And the boat is still going. <laughs> and like what a perfect bit of cinema where he's talking to Dan and that boat just comes <laughs> crashing in. Easily, easily had to do $100,000 right? worth of damage <laughs> yeah. to, like, the docks. and Maybe not that But much, it hits but, perfectly. I it mean, hits perfectly. It's just you see it come in, and Dan's like, what did I get myself into? Uh, well, in true Gump fashion, too, I figured I'd come out here and uh, try out my sea legs. Gump. You ain't Lieutenant got no Dan, You ain't got no legs. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Gump. I know. Uh, but for when you oh, – I just love that. So this is what I want to ask. Is there a movie – and I, I was really trying to think about this today. Is there a movie that has more gifts than Gump? Ooh, Gump gifts. Think of the Gump gifts. Like, so you get the wave, you get mm-hmm. the constant Hanks wave where he's waving <laughs> on the boat. Like, you do that one. I can't. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just biased. But you get the way. You get the uh, constant. Uh, Gump running out, like whenever there's something. Oh, like, when you're puts in a food, hurry for I something. I think of whenever yeah. Lowe's puts out food, <laughs> like in our chat or whatever. Like you see that, or, or somebody's like, "Hey, there's um, there's there's free food over here." Then you you run out. <laughs> huh. you, you run out like Gump running out of the the gates. But here's there's even more. Like if you think of think of when you're down or you're sad. That gif of Lieutenant Dan when the confetti's getting yes, New Year's. yes, or like you're hungover or whatever it is, like you just think just of that Lieutenant Dan sitting there in the chair, the confetti just piling. I on mean, top there of are it. so many. Oh, good call. I, but I don't know. Is there another movie that has more more gifts than Gump? <laughs> Tell you what, uh, looking up Gump gifts here. I'm going to start using the Lieutenant Dan throwing his ice cream. The ice that. cream. <laughs> but I mean, that's ice it. Cream you get the classic where he's running. Uh, with the, the huge beard. Uh, I mean, there's just so many. The the, the Alabama. Uh, I mean, there's so many gifts. It's hard. It's hard to come across a movie that might have more gifts than, than <laughs> Forrest Gump. So, I mean, it's that's hard, right? Uh, so that goes into it. My favorite scene. Boy, did I struggle with this. Heck, yeah. It's tough. So, I almost feel like I can't count it. And I know you didn't go with it. But, I mean, obviously that, that grave scene with Jenny just hits so hard. Like, I feel like that's what most people are going to do. Like, when most people think of Gump, like, that's Tom Hanks earned his Oscar in that scene. It's hard not to pick that one. But for me, I'm going to go with the Vietnam scene. And not yeah. not, not the full Vietnam, because mm-hmm. the whole thing's great. You've got to pick something specifically. What do you... Vietnam battle scene. Tuck as soon that as, slip as... in, you're going to get caught on a tripwire, that little yeah, scene. No. <laughs> As soon as the rain stops, and then it just stopped raining. Uh, so then it stops raining, and then the bullets start coming in. So it's the battle scene, oh, and you see that. Yeah. And he did that. Wes, how many people did Forrest Gump save in that scene? I wrote it down. Ooh. How many people did he save? And well, I'm going to count Tex Bubba. I think was Bubba from Dallas. Bubba uh, gets uh, <laughs> no. He didn't know where Tex was from. <laughs> Dallas was from. from somewhere else. Cleveland was from Detroit. Cleveland from Detroit. <laughs> I'm going to go, let's see, uh, I'm going to go eight. Eight gumps. Five. You saved five. Ah. I'm counting Bubba. He obviously didn't save him, carried him out. But that that scene is so good. Like, even the, the special gum effects. too much credit. The special effects. <laughs> the, you know, 
the the napalm hitting, Gump just being an absolute hero, like saving five, like and that's where he's like he doesn't think of it that way. He's like something bit me, yeah. uh, you know. He's looking at that, and then you just <laughs> you you look at all the different parts. It was a bullet. The man's a bullet bit you. It was a bullet. <laughs> uh, he saved five lives uh, as he brought it out, and obviously that's a huge part with Lieutenant Dan. And uh, oh, why'd you you should have left me out there? I mean, just some very yeah. serious stuff with that, and. When you look at, you know, the way that he runs out and, like, saves everything. I mean, it's just the scene that is right there with heart-wrenching. Like, oh, I just want to go home, Force. I just want to go home. Yeah. He loses his hey, best Forrest. friend. Hey, Bubba. Man. I wish I would have said if I would have yep. known. I mean, it's just even him knowing at that time. But what a tribute he does to his great friend, Bubba, by starting a... Multi-million dollar Jeez. corporation. Uh, Sitting with, next with, to a millionaire. <laughs> that guy just rips on him on the bench. That, that guy could go down, yeah, right? I love it. And then Forrest brings out the Fortune magazine to the <laughs> to the lady. <clears throat> oh, look at that coming up on the big board right, right now. It's our little uh, Forrest <laughs> wave. So for me, that's my favorite scene is the, you know, the, the Vietnam battle scene because, I mean, it's just, we already talked, Forrest is a pure soul. Mm-hmm. Forrest saves five lives. And as we're going to talk about probably in a little bit, wins the Medal of Honor. I mean, the highest achievement you can get. And I, I don't know. I, do I bring it up now? I'm bringing any up honorable now. mention scenes you want to throw out there? Oh, right Jesus. What, I mean, Black Panther scene. Uh, yes. You know, the seeing Jenny and running to her at the Lincoln yeah, Memorial. up there for like, sure. I, it's, that's not a, like, Forrest. you know, make you well up. But if it if you don't get a little goosebumps and excited Jenny. for Forrest when Jenny. he sees her and runs out to her, I mean, I, I don't know what you're doing. But I, no. I love that. I couldn't agree more with that. I, I just love, uh, you know, even early on to some of the the football scenes. The, yeah. You know, the <laughs> how many roads must have, you know, <laughs> the, that scene when he's just going. She's living her dream. Right, I, I'm bringing it up right now. I'm bringing it up right now. What would Forrest, where would you put Forrest? I got to bring it up. I mean, because it happens you brought up Black Panther. I just brought that up. Where did I put it on my notes? Would Forrest be able to make it in the UFC? He is one hell of a fighter. Like you see the hellacious oh punches. God. Pulls the guy yes. out of the car, the car, the guy at the car, uh, when he visits yep. Jenny at college. Then at the uh, the club, just rips down two different guys that are like the guy that splashed the water on Jenny, uh, then the other guy, the Black Panther party. Oh, he, he is, is just, just unloading just, on that guy. His grounded pound game, it's just incredible. Second to none. I mean, it's uh, it's just up there with, with what you have to look at. I mean, it's. I mean, we're looking at a top contender in the That's UFC, title, aren't we? Yeah. Light heavyweight division. It's uh, you know, well, lightweight division. It's a heavy division. Well, obviously, can take pain. Up, so yeah. I mean, he got shot in the butt and saved <laughs> two more guys. Like he's sprinting like there's no issue. Just let him know the title is ice cream, and he'll be all right. Well, but <laughs> <laughs> well, then think about the bullies early on in his life, just chucking rocks at him, and it doesn't even phase him. Like he's getting hit in the head, getting hit in the chest. Getting hit left and right with these heavy rocks, and he's just not even being flinched. I can't believe you went UFC. I thought you were gonna go. Uh, what round do you think Forrest would have been drafted in the NFL? Oh, that's, I mean, that's an elite kick returner. All right, well, there. that's you know what we're we're hitting it. We're hitting it with all those. I, I we probably could have saved it for performance, but obviously we're not picking Gump for performance. The Gump scouting report. Like I mean, this guy. You, you look at his college. We only have two plays to go off of. Great change of direction. Great. We, we see what he has. <laughs> Obviously, great top-end speed. Knock against him, 
one-dimensional. Yeah. I mean, like a 39 awareness because you, yeah. you need to have the stop signs <laughs> on the sidelines. And you got Bear Bryant just, turn, turn. Well, that's what you need. You almost need, like I said, <laughs> but, I mean, I think somebody's taking a flyer on him. I think he's a fifth-round oh, draft pick. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're an All-American at Alabama. We're not talking about some, you know, Division two, Division three. you know, no offense to Alma College, but, I mean, we're not talking about being a Scott. Yeah. We're talking about the Crimson Tide, the SEC, and this you're, guy's making mincemeat on using him. a top-four-round pick, I think, on him for a guy that can uh, flip the field like that on special teams. He's Devin Hester a before of, Devin Hester. A couple of go-routes with him. I mean, he might not put his hands up to catch the ball. It'd probably hit him in the head a couple of times, but I guarantee you get a couple of those. <laughs> oh, you got to – I mean, it's – Because I think on the kickoff, doesn't rollers. the guy run over and hand the ball off to he him? because he's staring oh, off. He's staring off, so you might not want to have the wave going uh, as as it's happening. But my God, the the change of direction, the top end speed. I think we're talking fifth round draft pick for Gump. I think we're looking at uh, an elite talent. I mean, he's a he's an all American. I wish we could like slide in in Mel Kiper here just for that quick segment. You know, Dave, we got a four three forty speed. You know, think about this Gump kid. You know, <laughs> high end. You know, high risk, high reward. Uh, you know, you got to look at it as. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to see where Gump would go in the draft. So, I mean, a huge scouting report on him. And then here's the other thing, since we're talking about him. This has to be one of the most decorated men in history. All-American college football player. He met three U.S. presidents. Which is crazy. He won the Medal of Honor. He (laughs) caused a president to resign because he basically took down well, Watergate. And Nixon got him into that hotel, yeah, too. he did. That's all on Nixon, the downfall. It's just a, a damn shame. So you're saying they're carving, uh, they, they got a little gump up there on Mount Rushmore with his eyes closed? I think they should. <laughs> the ping pong paddle right, right You ever hand. notice all gump pictures are with his eyes closed? That's another little Easter egg. Oh, my. All gump pictures, eyes I, All closed. I noticed was the... the fortune, uh, the ping pong. All I noticed was the ping pong, but my God. What yeah. an Easter egg. And that was a, that was a you know, we're jumping ahead to sneaking some bits in here. But that was a Tom Hanks running thing that he did with the character. Because he said Forrest, in my mind, Forrest was so concerned for a picture to, oh. to stand up straight and act normal that he forgot to open his eyes. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it's, it. Well, Hanks yeah. really delved in. When you go back up. to watch it, no eyes. Oh. Well, this is, I, these are going to be impossible. Because, quote, like, where do you go? Where do you go with quote? Time with like I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I know. Actually, I do know mine. So, like, I'm going to lead you in. I'm going to let you, uh, you know, really delve in on the oh. quote here. So it was, you're going through a litany of quotes here, and the problem I had with picking one of them is that there's so many, they're just they tie into longer scenes or they tie into a longer conversation that, you know, all right, is that really a quote or is that uh, you know a full scene that you're going for here? So. The life is like a box of chocolates. I'm not going with that. That's two seven iron down the fairway, which is you would think would be my uh, my cup of tea. I don't want to go too too heartfelt. I, I'm trying to think of something that's you know random. New legs. You call this a storm? <laughs> I'm gonna go right to the beginning oh, of the no. movie. Oh, no. I'm going to go right to the beginning of the movie because it's a, and a little shout out to Chuck Ramo here because Ooh. I feel like I always hear this from him, but is there a Mr. Gum? Oh. Ms. Gum? It is. He's on vacation. That, I love that. Is there a Mr. Gum, Miss Gum? 
I'm going to give that one my favorite quote. It is. Well, <laughs> that was our sound check. We even said it in our sound check. Your mama sure does care about your schooling, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you have that. But, I mean, it's also, I wrote this down as a note. Principle, just terrible. And then I put in question mark. Five early, little points. <laughs> early Me Too moment. I mean, this Ooh. is a full sexual harassment at its worst. And I love... Uh, I love Forrest basically making him feel pretty little with the the zip and the, <laughs> the dab and the yeah, sweat. Right. Uh, but I mean, just a, but you're right. Like that is a full. You, you just constantly say that question. There a Mister Gump, Mrs. Gump. It was, I mean, it's just what a dirtball. I was close with the me and Jenny go together like peas and carrots. Well, I feel like that's one that I... Uh, Wes, that's my favorite. Oh, no! That's my favorite. <laughs> I, jumped I, mean, the, I jumped the line. <laughs> Vicky and I use that quote. I mean, we just use that quote. I mean, how do you not? I mean, it's just goes together like peas and carrots. You just use that. I think I've also dropped, well, you know, it's just peas and C's over here. It's just, <laughs> it's peas and you, C's. You, you got to like abbreviate it. But the peas and carrots, because it's used so much. And when he uses it, God... It always hits. You think of when they see each other in Washington, D.C., when they see each other, you know, early on, when, when uh, they get back together, when Jenny visits after, you know, I think she's in rehab, it seems like, when she's trying to detox. Uh, but when you look at that, it's like, oh, you like peas and carrots again. Like, just the constant peas and carrots. She it's taught just, me how to climb. I taught her how to swing. <laughs> yes, it is. Dangle. Yeah, dang- That's what it no, is. It, no, I think it was swing. I think it was swing. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's so many, but uh, it, the close runner-up, I've already said it, is the, because we do it on the bus all the time, the can't sit here, mm-hmm. seats taken. I mean, run for us, runs too obvious. Yep. Stupid is as stupid does. By the way, what is it? I didn't, I should have looked it up. I didn't. What does that even mean? I don't get it. Stupid is as stupid If you stupid call does. somebody stupid, it's, if you do things stupid. So like stupid is. Fulfilling. If you do something stupid, then you are stupid, kind of thing. All right. So yeah, yeah, I just don't stupid. ever get it. Stupid is stupid does. So I, Gump, my, I, I, my interpretation, Gump saying that is, I don't, I'm not doing anything stupid. What's wrong with what I'm doing? That's how my little wholesome take on that. How about no, uh, I like it, little Lieutenant Dan? Have you found Jesus yet, Gump? I didn't know I was supposed to be looking for him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> The I gotta pee, ice cream. <laughs> so he tasted uh, like cigarettes. Oh, that one, I did, that one's amazing. <laughs> and there's so many random ones, but yeah, peas and carrots. I just can't get away from it. I, that's that's my favorite quote. Uh, I love yours though too. I mean, there's just so many good ones. We already said. I mean, just life is like a box of chocolates. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's we have to almost remove that. That you is do. the quote of the movie. And I mean, my God, is Forrest Gump like the best philosopher of our time? Like some of the quotes that he has. Yeah. Like I feel like should be on motivational posters well, and like his mama. Yeah. Just dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, puts things in a way that only I could understand. Oh, yes, that's exactly where I was going for that. Since we're talking about Mama, how in the world is Sally Field, Mrs. Gump, we never get a first name out of Mrs. Gump, do we? How is she single? I agree with that. I mean, come (laughs) on. I mean, that's what... Yeah. Not a bad-looking woman for that. Big house, a big, successful B and B. It's a big house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, you think Jimmy yeah. Rebhorn's <laughs> coming down that little? <laughs> he should have. Maybe he's he on vacation. That's was on vacation. Uh, I mean, it's. I'm surprised we never got a Forrest Gump dad in this movie. Man, I almost had that, like the Water Boy. I, I had that uh, written down as like unanswerable questions. Can I get a like a dad spinoff? 
Can I get a Forrest Gump dad spinoff? God, I even had a, a guy that I was going to have a plate. Oh, <laughs> who? I want to know now. Who who, who would you uh, think? I'll dig it up. I'm all over the map uh, here. That's all right. I want to know, I want to know who the uh, Forrest Gump dad is, the runaway dad. That's, uh, ooh, I, I don't even know. James Conn. Oh, <laughs> Maybe it's because of Elf. <laughs> Deadbeat dad, we go Elf. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Well, we'll come back. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So we talked about this, our Silver Tuna Award. For those that are new to listening, our Silver Tuna Award is the best performance. And it's tough because we we obviously we have to remove Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks won the best actor. Tom Hanks obviously is the best performance here, right? I mean, it's, oh, yeah. there's no debate. So I'm curious, minus Hanks, who is your silver tuna? Who would you give? I mean, I feel like, I mean, it's a, a four-horse race here that we could go. Because, I mean, especially with our recast, we, you know, listed the, the four of them. I mean, it's it's tough. Who, it who is, are you going to go with your, your silver tuna been, best performance? You're, I mean, you're right about a, a couple of these. There's no wrong decision. This is my guy. I think he's so integral to the movie. I love Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Give me Gary Sinise. I can't even I don't, argue. That's I mine too. That's I mine too. See this movie without him. He is no. so. He's he's what he's the father figure that Gump needs, if you yes. will. Yes. Oh, good so call. Yes. That structure that he gets from the male figure, where he's getting the niceties and the phrases and the yep. you know life logics and lessons. It wasn't the from Ms. Gump. <laughs> yeah, it was not the principal. <laughs> But from Gary Sinise, he gets that structure, that that tough love, but yet that loyalty is reciprocated mm. from Lieutenant Dan too, because I mean Lieutenant Dan's a man of his word, and so Gump can kind of follow that. You know, he said it. You were you get a shrimp boat, I'll be your captain. Lieutenant Dan was right there. And he, he was also fully said, joking. He never thought yeah, he would have done it. So that's the I'll day be that I'll mate. become an astronaut. Dang it, Which he went and become an astronaut. Got those magic legs made out of because the spaceship. why? Because he said something in passing, but to Lieutenant Dan, his word, uh, unlike uh, Cush's dad, is as strong as Oak. And so that's what he does. And I think, you know, Gump was able to lean on that. And it was so important for uh, his story arc and his character for this movie that that's that's why I went with Sinise. I... I can't argue, and that's who I went with it too. I, you know, we like to sometimes switch it up so it's not just the same, but this is Gary Sinise to me. I mean, this is like when I think of Gary Sinise, who is an incredible actor. I love Gary yeah. Sinise. Give me a, Gary Sinise and Ransom is just oh, phenomenal, is, man. So really good. good. Yep. He, he just has a, such a good. But this is his role, and the fact that he he was nominated but did not win supporting actor. Blows my mind there. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm actually gonna like, say who, who this. Won? Oh, who no, won? Who won? Oh, you got it. it. Well, I'll give you who won oh, okay. because I actually don't. I've never seen it, but it's one of those that I'm like Martin Landau won, who's a great actor. Oh, I like Marty. He's from Rounders. Uh-huh. Judge. Uh, he won for Ed Wood, which just I just don't care Isn't about. Isn't that, that your boy Elijah Wood? No. In no. Ed Wood. What? No. You think? No. It's Johnny Depp. I think. Oh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I need to save this because I don't want to go your through boy. what other movies because there's a question I'm going to ask at the end. Uh, and maybe you already have it in the research, but we're going to wait. Um, it, it just is such a great performance. And what I love about this is Gary is such a great actor. He did so much research, did all this other stuff, that he actually, because of this movie, 
and maybe this is one of your tidbits and I apologize for stealing it, has become such an advocate for injured veterans and has done so much work with the veterans associations and all yeah. of that because of this movie. And he just nails it. He nails the PTSD. He nails well, you know like, he what did they have to go commercials through. commercials as Lieutenant Dan? I did not know that. For this? No. For uh, veteran suicide awareness oh. and stuff like that? He... He was, you know, did no this way. as Lieutenant Dan. Well, I know he did so much work with it, and he is so good. Like, I mean, there's not yeah. one scene that he's bad in. He's still doing stuff for it. He's got the yeah. Lieutenant Dan band, and no all way. the band proceeds oh. go to the veterans. I know. Well, But, I mean, that's how much he invested into this role. The Lieutenant Dan he just Dan won't band. stop. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it's incredible. He is just... Every scene, he's so God, I forgot Apollo incredible. 13. How did I forget about yeah, that? Yeah, Jesus. Uh, well, because when he pulls they Gump, about when, him. He, when he pulls Gump out of the bed at the Army you Hospital, cheated me. Yeah, yeah. of my that destiny. Is a powerful, so moment. Yeah. powerful. And that's where, but you see it. That's the survivors mm-hmm. come, right. That's where you have to deal with that PTSD. And you could say, and you, oh. you did kind of keep going on that. You could see that Gump or uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan still has that little. You know, death wish, if you will, when he's going on the shrimp boat and he's, you know, yelling at God, yeah. I'm right oh, here, take yeah. me, take me. And then when all that. Finally found his peace. Yeah, finally found oh. his peace. And, you know, he didn't thank Gump there, but that's he all he needed to he say. He did. And yep. even Gump yep. knew it. I mean, that's yep. so. And, and it has I, those little, I, those I little, those little oh. leg shivvies off the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like the. I never thanked you for saving me, Gump. And then, well, you never did, Dan. Like, you just jump right off and just backstroke Dan's your way. Dan's got a heck of yeah. a backstroke, yeah, too. Back, backstroke your way to Fort Lauderdale. Let me circle back to something real quick. Yes. <laughs> Spin off Gump Dad, Michael Keaton. Can we can we see Michael Keaton as Oh, my as God. You're right. That would have been it. I don't know what it was, but my I was like, my God, God, I could see Michael Keaton as the... Uh, oh, <laughs> I want to see that movie right now. My what, 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 what is Mr. Gump doing on vacation this whole time? <laughs> I mean, you have to assume he left because, you know, Forrest was yeah, you know, a little slower. Yeah, and he didn't yeah, want. He wanted to bail to on the situation. What that, an awful that's, man! Look, yep. think about what he missed. That's where I would have thought. He and you know had like a gold Gump would dad. accept him back in too. I'm back from the, vacation. The Forrest. best man you can have, yeah. uh, and he does that. He would have. He would have accepted. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gump. Easily, as he said, I think gajillion dollars. He invested a gajillionaire. He has, I mean, what, fourteen shrimp boats with the uh, bubble gum shrimp. They they have that. They all got over more the place. money than Davy Crockett. <laughs> Which does Davy Crockett have a lot of money? I didn't. No, I wasn't I aware. So. Oh, it's, I don't, wasn't aware of that reference. Unless he so, yeah. invested in the Alamo. Is that I like, mean, a, like the early '90s version of like uh, Steve Jobs or something? Was no, Davy Crockett? No, I just thought was he was not. famous for the raccoon hat. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Well, maybe that's it. <laughs> but it's definitely. What do you think? If you had a ballpark Gump's net worth, easily a millionaire, like what do you think? Yep. Well, the Apple stock alone at a conservative. Oh, you 10, have that ten thousand dollar tidbits to, at a conservative ten thousand dollar investment. That Apple stock would have just been worth two point five million in two thousand fifteen. Just at ten thousand. So you got to assume oh, Lieutenant got way Dan more than that invested more in. To that to him, but that's uh, because they never said how many he actually put in for him. He just invested in some fruit company, and now he doesn't have to worry about money anymore. You look at one less thing. You look (laughs) at uh, Benjamin Blue's mom, Bubba. Bubba I wrote that down. What a name, right? Benny Blue. Mm -hmm. I mean, I. I, I like Bubba Blue, but I mean Benny Benny Blue. Is it a Benjamin Buford? Yes, it is. Big Buford. 
<laughs> shout oh, out. He's shout still out getting Boyle. royalties. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nobody would have ever thought a big Buford mention would have yeah. happened on this pod. But, uh, yeah, when we look at you, you look at how much money he gave, you know, Bubba's mom, she passed out, and then you see her, like, having a servant. Obviously, it looked like Florida because there's a golf cart, and it looked like this incredible, like, condo area. You see it, the amazing jewelry and hat. I'm assuming like, a $5 million gift minimum, right? I. It's got to be a seven-figure gift. I think, think if I'm putting Gump, I think he's got at least $100 million. I think he's a hundred million, and he probably split it with Bubba. He and that's because it. Lieutenant Dan he's was mowing going lawns nuts about for free. it. He's mowing <laughs> lawns for free. This guy doesn't need any money. I mean, that's I, I'm putting him. I'm putting him at I think a hundred million. No, he was on the Fortune magazine. They don't yeah. just put bums on there, or they don't just put millionaires. They put gojillionaires. So, uh, and is yeah. he is he getting? Money from Nike too, like when he goes on the run. It looked like he was sponsored. Well, he still got the ping pong My uh, God, endorsements. Guy, I'm gonna put him at. Is 100 million too low? It'll be shortchanging Gump here. <laughs> it's our first billionaire. That might be America's first billionaire. It could be Gump. It could. <laughs> it could be. It could be. All right, here we go. That was our performance. If you remember, our Jimmy Rebhorn. Started yeah, with Meet the it, Parents. Yeah. It was a big shot. Uh, our James Rebhorn Award goes to. That guy, and this is the hard one this because is really everybody's tough. a hard hitter here, uh, a big heavy hitter. But I got one. What do you got for your Rebhorn Award for that guy, Wes? Who'd you go Man, with? Man, it's this is uh, this is one of my Rebhorn reaches here because, well, like you're saying, I couldn't. It was hard to choose them. You got your main, you got your uh, your core four, core five, and they're in the movie. You, you build the dynasty the entire, around them. the entire time. So there wasn't a whole ton of outliers. The one person that always stood out to me when I watched this and uh, was the bus driver at the very... Dorothy Harris? Yep. Right away, her name is... I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Well, she's in a lot, though. Seabhan Hogan. Oh, let me see. What? Is it Siobhan? Who? who, It might be. Uh, Yeah, that's an Irish name. The only reason I know B-H-A-N. That's uh, that's, uh, (laughs) Colin Farrell's uh, sister's name in Banshees of Interchange. So... That's who I'm giving. You're like, who? who is this? Well, she was in Seinfeld. She was Kramer's girlfriend in Seinfeld. And if you're a Seinfeld fan, he's the one that mm. Kramer fell down That's on the windshield it. and broke the glass on. She's also in Mission, or, uh, yeah, MI Men in Black. She was yes. uh, the husband of the guy that got his face uh, or his skin peeled off. <laughs> that need more sugar. <laughs> so that's who I'm going. Every I like time it. I watch it, I'm like, ah, oh, it's Kramer's girlfriend. It's solid because she is. It's such a small it's just a, role, ah, but that's that? a that's yeah. a classic. That guy or that girl in this mm-hmm. case, and yeah, you know her, you recognize her, and just that little that little glint in her eye when she sees mm-hmm. the young forest, when young forest says the same thing that daddy did. Uh, I mean, that's, <laughs> you can't beat it. I'm I'm going Michael Connor Humphreys. Ooh ooh, MCH. do you know who that is? I do not. That is Young Forrest Gump. Oh. I think Young Forrest nails it. And here's how influential this is. If you ever wondered where Tom Hanks got his little uh, accent from, it was because Michael Connor Humphreys, the actor that played Young, is this one of the tidbits? I'm sorry. Uh, this is one of the young actors. Millions of bits. Yep. We'll be all right. <laughs> little Gump bits here. Uh, yeah, that, that actor 
kind of had this way of saying chocolate uh, and just had an interesting way of talking. So Hanks switched up the way that he talked as Forrest Gump to match the kid. So that's where you know Tom gets this interesting accent. But the kid does nail it he with really some does. of the different parts of it. Think of that just, Elvis scene where he's oh love it. I was swinging my hips <laughs> and just, then running and running and just the obviously we talked about the Mr. Gump, Mrs. Gump. I mean, just so many great scenes with this young child actor and sets the foundation for the movie yeah. because if. Young Gump wasn't good, like you're not going to be invested in it, but he does such a good job. And then just the way when he sees Jenny for the first time and some of those Jenny scenes, I, I love that young actress that plays Jenny too. Like they do such a good job. The, uh, I want to be a bird and fly far, far oh, away that, from here. That, uh, she ended up doing, uh, she was one of the girls in the Virgin Suicides, if you remember that movie. No way. That uh, young yeah. Jenny. Yeah, Sophia Coppola joint. Uh, so yeah, you look at, uh, you look at the. Early Gump, that's my Jimmy Rebhorn. I mean, I know he's not a that guy because I looked up his IMDb and he's been in like two no, things since. He actually since. went to the military uh, right after. Oh, no uh, way. Yeah, when he was old enough to it. And oh, God. I obviously didn't have, any, it didn't have anything to do with Gump, but I just well, had to notice that. Is it? All right, here we go. I'm very, 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 very curious. We always go salty scenes here. We go with things that just bother us about the movie. Things that just, you know... I'm bothered I, mean, I didn't get more Obviously, gum. you've heard us talk for an hour and 20 minutes thus far about what we love about the movie, but is there any salty scenes? Is there anything that just bothers you about Gump that just doesn't sit with you a while? Because I, I got three. I got three salts. I'm glad I you have. do, because I am just you a got nothing? big, tall glass of shun- sunshine. I mean, obviously, uh, Jenny uses Forrest. She, oh, she strings right. them along, right, we're jumping shows right up. It. Sleeps with them and then leaves before the guy even wakes up. We're jumping like, right into it. K- KMA, Jenny. I put it KMA. right there. Jenny just leaves? She just leaves? After he, he opens his house, he gets her flowers every morning. He is serving her hand and foot, bringing her meals. Next time she shows up, he's got a kid. I mean, what? I mean, it's so here's what I, I did write it down. I did write it down. Jenny is the worst. But you kind of get it because obviously Forrest alludes to the fact that she was sexually abused by her father. She's messed up in the head, which how could you not be with that? Like being in this abusive relationship, like you you get why she is. And she makes mention of it. Like you don't want to love me, Forrest. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be with me. And Keeps like, everybody at arm's distance. She does. Like, she yeah. does. And she's very self-destructive. <laughs> Turned into better help ad here. Right. Better help. You want to add <laughs> here? But, but, We're versatile. We're a versatile podcast. But. I mean, like you just said, how can you use this man that shows unconditional love will do anything for you? Like, why the the just leaving, and then here we go. I'm, I'm getting into oh, it. Oh, right nice, now. yeah. Because we you got you going. It. Here's my hot take. Here's my hot take, and Vicky didn't like this take at all. Do you think it's actually Forrest's kid, or is this just some giant scam? Jenny doesn't reach out. To Forrest until she finds out she has AIDS. And then She'll who's going to take kid, care then of her who's kid? Who's going to take care of the kid? Oh, how about I call the guy that loves me unconditionally that is a millionaire that has money coming out of his ears? I go so far as to say you, uh, she changed his name to Forrest just to convince him. That because you don't reach out to the man, not once, that you're pregnant? How old is uh, HGAO? I mean, he's got to be, what, five, six? Haley Gordon Levitt or HJO, Haley Joe Osmond. I think when I was looking at it, because so 
Forrest starts running. Uh, he starts running right when Jenny leaves. Mm-hmm. He said he ran for, I wrote it down, three oh, years yeah, and two months. Years. Okay. And so he wrote, ran for three years, two months. I'm putting Haley at about maybe, maybe four. Yeah. Four years. Okay. Because I'm assuming there's a little bit of a stretch, a little bit of time. You don't reach out to him that you're pregnant. You don't reach out to him that he has a kid, and this is when you're you're, you're reaching out now that you're uh, on death's doorstep. Well, and, you it's, and you've clearly for, gotten yourself together a little bit because she's somehow a nurse or something. It looks no, like, I or think she's oh, a waitress. Well, that's she's cleaned up. She's got an apartment, and now, like, I'm dying, Forrest. So that's why you got a hold of me. Thanks. So what do I, I know. go back? Child support now? Is she hitting Forrest up for child support? I think there's a darker version of this that we're not seeing. I don't want to think of that though. I didn't. I don't think Vicky liked it one bit because I I dropped that on her as she's tearing up when uh, Jenny asked to marry him. I'm like, oh, isn't Jenny's that convenient? Kid. Isn't that convenient? So, yeah, I'm with you. I think Jenny's the worst. That's a salty yeah. scene. All right, here's my salt. Mike, what the hell's going on with the bus schedule in Savannah, Georgia? Forrest Gump's waiting for bus number nine for a good two hours. Like, I mean, Ed's, what bus schedule is happening here? Where that is numerous, a good point. There's numerous buses coming, and he's waiting for bus number nine, which obviously is, you know, you just go down to Hoover Street. It's just five blocks away. Well, but. and maybe that's it. Maybe that bus on that path, they're like, we don't need to come here because it's five blocks. The Hoover Street bus is right there. We're going to pick up the people that are way farther away than this guy. It's terrible. It's but a it terrible is schedule. ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he, he gets through he gets through twenty years of stories, half a box a of bus chocolates too. I ate some. <laughs> so terrible bus schedule in Savannah, Georgia. We got to get that figured out. This could be a hot take. I think the whole ping pong stuff is unnecessary. I don't think you even need it. I think you can cut this down to about a two hour movie. Like, what do you lose? I, what if does you it cut serve? The ping- yeah, I don't think no, you, no. I don't think you lose don't anything. Think you lose the anything only anymore. thing that you might lose. Is I think that's where he gets the twenty five thousand dollars to buy the shrimp boat was the uh, ping pong that's endorsement. Yep. Okay. That's where. It's but at. I mean, who's endorsing ping pong in the night? Is it? I mean, uh, name me one uh, ping pong player uh, other than Forrest Gump. By James Pong. <laughs> well, Jimmy Pong. <laughs> <laughs> known for uh, known for the uh, surf. <laughs> so I mean, that's oh, that's boy, not not bad, not bad. I just don't. I, right. I didn't quite get why that was added because like if something cool happened when he was over in china maybe and then maybe that's to set up the john lennon like whatever that is but that's that's assault for me and here's here's the biggest assault of all forrest a big attention to detail guy you think he's there just absolutely terrible at the mowing. I mean, oh, he, I, I was going to say that too. No edging. He's missing his lines here. Well, not, like, missing can lines. I, but then can I get a little weed him, whacker scene? I want to know that he went back and got that fence line. When you look at how long that grass is on that football field, you got nothing else to do for us. You've clearly just said to us in the narration that all you're doing is mowing lawn because you got a good jill. We're not dollars. bagging either. We're not bagging. We're just mulching. Like, I mean, this is the football team, and they're just running around in clippings. What is this, Notre yeah, Dame trying to slow down Reggie Bush all over on, again? Come on. I mean, this is unbelievable. I mean, this is, to me, he's slacking. And then they show him mowing at home. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just clippings all over the place. I'm sorry. Bad edge work, no bagging. We got two big red checks for old Forrest. Maybe that's why Jenny didn't want to stay with him. Could I'm be. not going to stay with an unmanicured lawn. No, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> Somewhere Mike Mahalik just fainted. Right. I mean, he can't he can't have that stand. Can we have Mike Mahalik on for the lawn segment? <laughs> we should. The DFTP five minute lawn segment. <laughs> we might as well. Just doing lines with Mike Mahalik. <laughs> I love it. I oh, love we're it. back, baby. We're back. All right, as you know. <laughs> oh. All right. One of the best things that we like to do. Do we want to do a recast first or tidbits? Let me jump in. Let me jump All into right, my kids. All right. Whew. Let me. Let me. Uh, Let's see, I gotta start sparsing these out. So, let me jump right into the casting what ifs. So, so many. So many. Have you ever read the book of Gump? No, but I did hear, oh God, what part of my take had a, a interview with Eric Roth, the screenplay, the guy that wrote the screenplay, mm-hmm. and just talked about the book is wild. Wild. Compared like he went to space, space and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Like it was it was nuts. And there's also a sequel to Gump out there. A there book sequel. To, yeah, right. Because the, uh, and I'm kind of jumping and they were around almost here. Getting, they almost did a sequel, right? Say, say, came so close, oh. came so close. But that, that writer that wrote the book, and I can't even, oh, there it is, earned $350,000 off this movie. That's it. That's it. Because oh. of a bad contract. Like, took him to court and everything, Jeez. tried to recoup some costs. Now, the judge literally told him, you signed a bad contract. <laughs> the judge that, looked at him and said, stupid <laughs> is a stupid does. Oh, I wish he would have. <laughs> but. A seven-figure deal on the sequel for the book, Gump and Co. So he re recouped his money and looking at someone, like looking at the synopsis sequel. of that, I'm not even gonna oh, go into no. it. It was absurd. Awful. There's a lot of uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. yeah. Goes to space, right? Yeah, it all this <laughs> just just couldn't Gump takes space. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of casting what ups because of the book. So in the book describes Forrest as six foot six, two hundred and forty pounds. Woo! Hell of a linebacker. So, John Goodman was made was the first call oh. for Forrest Gump. Could you imagine that? I would love that movie. It would have actually it would have worked. I think it would Goodman have worked Gump? with Goodman. Goodman Gump. Good Gump. Good Gump. <laughs> Obviously, that didn't happen. <laughs> Another guy, Johnny Travolta. This no. was offered to four people. I'm good. Before I'm good we got with no to Travolta. Tom. Travolta turned it down and took another role that same year. Yep, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yep. The man yeah, just, everything's coming choice. up Travolta. Everything's coming up Travolta. Old Johnny T. Couple of other toss-outs. Bill Murray and Chevy Chase were also offered the roles. Oh, Bill Murray, I think, would have been fun. Chevy Chase Just because of a year. What about Bob, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically the same thing, right? <laughs> Baby steps in the Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps in the shrimp boat. So if you... Uh, Baby steps with the magic legs. So we talked about the Lincoln uh, scene. I said I like that when you yeah. was running to Jenny. You know, he does a speech up there, right? Mm-hmm. They pull the plug. Yep, yep. And that's all I have to say about that. They brought in, they were trying to, they wanted Gump to say a speech. They wanted something there. They brought in Billy Crystal, Mr. Saturday Night, Robin Williams, to write the dialogue for this anti-Vietnam rally speech. And they did. They gave him some. Eh, Zemeckis wasn't a huge fan. Just didn't do it for him. So, you're like, you know what, why don't we just pull the plug on it? And we don't have to say anything, and it, it fits. I love it. That makes the scene so much better, though, doesn't it? You know, there's it? actually dialogue for that really? out there. Do you want to know what Gump says? I do. What? Seriously? Are you ready? You're blowing my mind here. Yes. You're I, I, had my, I, had my, I had my height, height there, sight set a little oh, higher. No. 
Sometimes when people go to Vietnam, they go home to their mamas without any legs. Sometimes they don't go home at all. That's a bad thing. And that's all I have to say about oh, that. Oh, <laughs> I know. I was so excited when I finally seen it. Oh. I'm like, ah. Oh. So, Mr. Saturday Night Live, that's all you, that's all you came what up is, with? Then what does he say after this? Like, ah, you know, uh, that really says it all, doesn't it? Abby Hoffman wiping away the tears. Yeah, you know, I guess you get a Medal of Honor winner with his uniform saying that. It might, might hit a little harder. So Robin Williams wrote that. He Robin, just swindled. Yeah, he right. swindled. <laughs> that's 20K right and get there. him out of here. So a couple more casting what-ifs. Ice Cube and David Chappelle turned down the role of Bubba. Chappelle regrets it to this day and eats him up. That's it. Cube said he didn't no. want to play an idiot. No, Cube <laughs> would have been terrible. Cube would not have been good. Chappelle would have been incredible. I this, think Chappelle would have been This guy, this other one, Dag, my boy. David Allen David Allen Greer, I think would have done well with it. That was Are you another kidding one. Me? <laughs> Give me that little scream, a little David Allen Greer scream. And guy not offered, but read for the part. Rest in peace, Tupac. What? Tupac Shakur. If you remember during that time, Tupac was in a lot of movies. Wow, could you make Hail Mary, Long Quick Seed. We got Forrest oh, Gump. We already now. did the Gary Sinise started a band. Let's see here. These oh, are man, incredible. so many. Jody so Foster, many. Nicole Kidman, Demi Moore, all turned down the role of Jenny. No. Oh. If you can believe that. You get a mouth of marbles with Jenny, <laughs> Jody Foster in there? Well, was that too much of an mm. abusiveness for Jody Foster could during been, that time? Been. I mean, just <laughs> been a little hard to follow that up. Silence of the Lambs. So the Gump getting the Medal of Honor from LBJ? Mm-hmm, is it LBJ? Mm-hmm. Was an actual video, which, you know... From Sammy Davis, Sammy L. Davis. Oh, really? I wrote down Sammy Davis Jr., but that's obviously that it's that's right. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you, you think? Samuel L. Jackson? You get him confused? <laughs> well, I didn't think Sam because Sammy Davis Jr. is part of the Brat Pack or Rat yeah. Pack, right? Yeah. Was he? Why would he be getting a he Medal got of Honor? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> so this is a different Sammy Davis. This freedom. has to be a different no, Sammy Davis. I bet it would have been a presidential uh, medal of freedom or whatever it's it wouldn't have been the medal of honor necessarily but i'm sure there was some award given to sammy davis the forrest gump house you've seen the movie the patriot i assume i knew that looks so familiar same house dave same same house same house that's incredible (laughs) and this is the this is the beautiful easter egg and this is going to get you running back to the movie with every transition of forrest's age in the first scene of each transition He's wearing a blue plaid, a different blue plaid shirt. So he's talking about I, I he's going that. to the yep. he's going to the uh, where he's he's talking about a shrimp boat and he's painting the boat. He's wearing a just a, a blue plaid shirt. He's looking off in the distance. You know, I wish Jenny would come home and she walks through there at the night. She's not really there. He's wearing blue plaid pajamas. Jenny's grave. He's yeah, got a blue shirt. So oh. every time transition, and then even. Yep, we're seeing even it right his, now on the big board. There it is. Even his son. At the oh, grave. There, there oh, it is. I don't want to see it. Even his son, uh, when he's going to school, blue patcher. They didn't tell the they didn't oh. tell any of the uh, the staff about it. They didn't tell anybody about it besides Hanks. That's amazing. And that just a little Easter egg. Do you know what Jenny died of? AIDS. Everybody right? always said AIDS. AIDS. No. Hepatitis C. It's in the sequel of the Gump book. Hep really? C. Really? Probably all those needles. (laughs) It's definitely a lot of those needles. All right. We're getting, uh, let's see here, last couple ones. I thought it was AIDS for sure. So did I the whole time. They said hepatitis C was in the, you got to read your gumps. 
Bubba Gump couldn't get work after this because yeah. people thought that's like they thought that's what he looked like. Boy, he wasn't in much. He, he had to go out. He went TV on show. Letterman. Yeah. And then people, you know, casting directors, directors noticed that he was just a normal guy. After that, we got Con Air. He he was in Justified, Lethal Weapon. Yep. He started ah, just, getting yes. he started getting more and more work after that. And then uh, this is a little bit of a reach for a tidbit, but still says Gump. Oh, yeah. Chris Pratt was discovered while working at a Bubba Gump restaurant at age 19. I think that counts. While living on the beach in a van in Maui. <laughs> the Pratt Man. The Pratt Man. We've never Bubba had Gump. Oh, yeah. Star Lord the, himself. The gift of Gump keeps giving. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. All right. Oh, my God. Did you, I knew you were just sitting on those tidbits oh, for years. Oh, man. Like so yeah, many good ones, so many good ones, and I dropped you a tidbit that you didn't even know that I just learned because I watched the Elvis movie, and then I deep dived oh, the down Kurt the Russell Elvis movie, thing, yeah, and then when I rewatched it today, getting ready for the pod, Kurt Russell is the voice of Elvis, and boy, when you rewatch it, you can yes, hear it. you can hear it, you one hundred percent, it's amazing, hear it. different actor. Yeah, Kurt oh, yeah. Russell's voice. So Peter Dobson was the actor of it. Dobson, and you're like Dobson, it's Peter Dobson. Yeah, Dobson. I, here. I recognized him. A stupid movie called The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. <laughs> stupid movie. I like it. I like it. I like it. But I'm in the minority there. This is no. a recommendation oh, no. to go watch oh, it. Hold on. I like The Frighteners. Peter Dobson Get is the, out of here. the husband of the uh, the husband that dies initially in that movie. But I was like, God, where do I know that guy from? I'm like, oh yeah, Frighteners. Yeah, I don't like that. you besmirching right Frighteners. No, what do you mean? I like it. I just. I don't think it's uh, it's it's not what I'm going to wave a flag about. Sixty-seven percent my guys, seventy-one percent your guys. Yeah, my people came out. I Boasting can't believe top, your guys were that high. Actually, I completely. I don't know how this skipped my mind. Do you know who directed the Frighteners? Clint Eastwood. Peter no Jackson. Peter Simon. <laughs> you <BB. laughs> Jackson. Brother. All right. Wow. Here we go. So yeah. we go from Frighteners to Lord of the Rings? Ah, there might be a movie or two in the... No, actually, I don't know. It might be. I tell you what. Going off the rails here. I tried That's all right. Go, Let's get I up. tried to go through Lord of the Rings the other day. Can't do it? I can't do it. It's it's too oh, slow it's, of a burn. You know. Because of, there's the series out there, and I wanted to, I felt like I wanted to rewatch the movies to get to the series. I'm all set. I'll just jump right into the series, It I is guess. well documented that... Oh, your boy. That was my... Maybe only ever walk out of the movie theater movie was Lord the of the first Rings one? 1. Yeah. You remember That's that a, story? 2 and 3 are very good. Dusty and John Cook showed up. up at my doorstep begging me to go see it. And I'm like, oh, this sounds good. And like, oh, there's going to be fighting. There's going to be this. I'm like, oh. what the hell's going on here? These guys are just well, clerks, walking around. Clerks too. Yeah. They, nailed they, it. That was nailed it. it. Throw the ring, shrugs. Yeah. It turns around there's and nothing goes. Nothing happening. Nothing God, happening. Where's the, when's the clerks pod? All right. Here we go. Last tidbit here. I, I, you've already said this is in your top five. I want to know how much you've looked into it, how much you've gone into things. Do you feel like this movie should have won Best Picture? Well, you got it. I guess I would have to know the uh, who it was up against. I mean, we're going <laughs> ninety-five, and that is a murderer. I want you to go right now without knowing. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm obviously about to tell you. But do you think, like, because of how I mean, much you love it? Based on how biased I am and how much I love it, it's a top five movie for me and uh, 100% top 10, probably a top five. I want but all those reactions first. God, there's so much in there because Pulp Fiction's in there. So am I going to put this? So here we go. Here's the thing. I would not put this above Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction's probably my one or two, like, uh, gun to that's... head if I had to take a movie. I'm probably taking Pulp Fiction every time and twice Are you ready Sundays. for this? Are you ready for this? So winner, Forrest Gump. 
Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Oh, it did. So it did win. It won Best Picture. Okay. At the, these are the 95 Oscars because mm-hmm. this movie came mm-hmm. out in 94. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four, <laughs> gumble, 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 gumble. Here. <laughs> uh, four weddings and a funeral. I can, that can get the hell out of here. Pulp Fiction, as you said, yep. boy, is that a, who that's, that's why, I think that's why Adnan hates Gump so much is because he loves Pulp oh, Fiction so much. Yep. Boy, that's hard. Quiz Show, which never seen, you've never, never incredible seen. movie. I, I want to put it above Gump, but it's it's great. Wes, did you also know the Shawshank Redemption? Whoa! That's where I Whoa. I don't think I can give the nod. I don't think I can give the nod over Shawshank. I think Shawshank. When I would go I back, mean, I do it. Boy, this is see. This is what I so wanted. Hard. This is what I wanted. Like, let me give an like one to one. Like, who would you take right now? Ugh. Gump Shank. I'm going Gump. I really over Shawshank one v one, and that's my I feel like God. that's the only proper way to do it. They're both great. I mean, what are we talking about? I'd like to about say here? you're my best friend. I'd yeah, like to say that. <laughs> well, I Hope will see you on that beach, Zwatineo <laughs> or whatever we're talking. <laughs> Listen to this though, actor in a supporting role, Martin Landau. This is why I didn't bring it up earlier. Enough he with won. Martin Landau. I know, he I've won. already had enough of him. Samuel L. Jackson somehow did not win for Pulp Fiction. Chaz Palminteri, our boy Chaz. For uh, oh, Paul like, Schofield, uh, but Gary Sinise, Forrest Gump. What was up, uh, Chaz Palminteri? I'm a big yeah, fan of him. Yeah, some Woody Allen. Oh, he was in Bronx oh, Tale, though. That's what the, I was thinking, Bronx Tale. Now, was now, that you, that year? now you just can't leave. No. I love that. Uh, Gump won quite a few. Legends of the Fall came out that year, too, big by the way. Big fan of Legends of the Fall. Not, it's not in uh, this No, but it's still, still good, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hopkins, yeah, so many. right? Oh. Yeah. Good Hopkins. Score. It did not win for score. Do you know what won for score this year? Because we look at something terrible. Oh, actually, it should be Pulp Fiction. Actually, Pulp Fiction not even nominated. Thomas Newman, Shawshank Redemption was nominated. Little Women, Thomas Newman, Interview with a Vampire also came out with that. Wait, wait, hold on. Is that two Brad Pitts? Because Legends of the Fall and Interview with a Vampire. Forrest Gump. Alan Silvestri. Here's what won though. It's hard to hard to argue. Hans Zimmer, The Lion King. Lion King won best score. How do you tough to go against the Lion King? Jesus. My Man, JTT Sabinia. throwing smoke that year. Yeah. Alright, here we go. We gotta get to it. One of the best things that we do. Hollywood has no idea. They almost did a sequel to Forrest Gump for the love of God. Why didn't they call us? No original ideas in Hollywood. We've already seen it. There's remakes galore, sequels galore. I think we nail it. Will somebody just discover this podcast? Call us up. You want us to be casting directors? Put those little initials behind our name. We're going to recast Forrest Gump. We went five. We normally do four. Yep. We had to do five in yeah, here. Bonus five. It's been a yeah. while. We'll give the colonels a little extra. Is there a Mr. A extra Gump? butter on that. Mrs. Popcorn. Gump. We got Mrs. Gump. Lieutenant Dan, of course. Jenny, Bubba, and Gump. That's our five. I think we start with Mrs. Gump. That's probably the the shortest, the, the yep. smallest yep. role. But my God, a heavy hitter. Sally Field kills it. Kills it. If you had to recast that now today, who are you going okay, with? Okay, so this is a... To me, this was a fun fun segment to try to recast. Oh, what this looks hard. What are you looking for? You're looking for a... You're looking for a, a good Strong-willed actress, woman. Strong actress, too. You need a strong actress, but yet... You need that mid, you know, that that little bit of a little bit of age. Yeah, bit of, oh, yeah. Bit of, a little bit of age. Even though there. Sally Field in this movie was only oh, two like years old. Couple, than I was going to say a couple years older than Gump, but 
So you need a little, I want, I want a little bit of wisdom in them eyes. I, but yet I need some beauty, Dave. And when I think of As that, Wes likes that, to call it an unassuming an beauty. An unassuming beauty. So, and I, and I also need somebody that, you know, when she sees a principal, she's going to make sure my kid gets into that school. <laughs> I'm going Diane Lane. Oh, Diane Lane. Oh, I thought you were going to go with your Diane Keaton again. <laughs> yeah. Diane the, Lane. The listeners know Diane Keaton. We a, know a she would get me in the oh, best school, wow. so I'm in for Diane Lane. What a good poll. Great poll. I'm excited about it. Everything you said about a Mrs. Gump is correct. I I looked at the same characteristics. I want a, an actress that's going to be, got that little bit of sass, yeah. got that little bit of pizzazz, mm-hmm. got that little bit of... Uh, you know, going the extra mile, if yeah. you will. Uh, Wes, give me Oscar-winning actress Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I give me. I, mean, I just feel like she almost kind of resembles Man. Sally Field a touch. What so a great I, I pull! She's there. not. She doesn't get enough dap, actually. I don't. Oh, think I love her. I think she's such a great actress. Uh, I mean, we will forget her in Indiana Jones Four, but I mean, other than that. I mean, she's going to be up for an Oscar this year. She might actually win Best Actress again this year. She's an Oscar-winning actress. Kate Blanchett as Mrs. Gump. I just... And this is going to give me a quick moment to shout out a a Blanchett movie that I freaking love, and I think it's very underrated, and I'm having the dang hardest time finding it right now. But her, uh, Billy Bob Thornton, Bruce Willis. Red. Red 2? No, 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 no. no. Red, you get very excited. No, uh, about bandits, that. bandits, bandits. Yeah. I love that movie. It's so and good. It's, and Blanchett, you're right. Great so choice. underrated. In great that. choice. That's a hidden gem. Yeah, I, that's a an extra hidden gem mm-hmm. for the fans. Bandits. Yep. It's a great movie. Oh, good. I saw that at Cole Moody's house a long yeah. time ago. That's the one I need to go Willis, back to. Yeah. And then right now, get all your Willis's in. Get all your Willis's oh, in. Man, that's, you're you're absolutely right. I think we go to Bubba next, right? Yeah. I think we go Bubba. This was hard. They, Who'd you who'd you cast? I mean, because Mike Kelty is that how you say it? Mike Kelty Williamson is that? I, I wonder yeah. how you pronounce the name. Yeah, that works for me. Yep, I think it's Mike Kelty. <laughs> Mike Kelty or your Kelty? Yes. <laughs> I went Kelty. with John Boyega. Star Wars. Oh, what a good call! Yep, I had a Finn? different guy. I, Finn? Yep, Finn. I had a different guy in mind initially the whole no. time, and I, you know, I just I'm like man, Boyega. It's got to be Boyega. <laughs> Called him up. He's doing the role. Chef Boyega. Chef Boyega. <laughs> you can see him with a little hat on. My God. That's... I almost like... Ah, I don't know. I still like mine. I might have went too heavy of a hitter. Ooh, okay. Well, but Denzel's doing the role oh, now. You know Unbelievable. You, you think Denzel would be great? By the way, great? since we're keeping score, I am giving myself the win over Diane Lane over Blanchett, by the way. I, I think you might be right. I love... We'll see. We'll see. That's a close I, I also one, though. Love that's, a cl- that's a close one, but I'm going to circle You know mine. what? You were awfully close with Denzel Washington. I'm going John David Washington, his son. I think he's going to bring it. We've seen of him in Black Klansman. You've seen him in Ballers. I mean, this is this is a guy that I just <laughs> when I turned into Chris Collins. <laughs> this guy, you know, I just I, I don't know, Al. You know, John David Washington. He's just he's got all the this talent. Is a guy. This, this is a guy. I mean, I love I love John David Washington. He's such a great mm-hmm. actor. Tenant. You see him in everything. I think he would be an incredible Bubba man. Bubba and that's Blue. just. In my opinion, better acting chops. I'm going to give you the circle. There. All right, I got all right. JDW. Circle gets the square. All right, all right. Circle gets the square. This was extremely. Do we want to do Jenny or Lieutenant Dan first? Let's go Jenny. Let's go Jenny. All right. Yep. I think Jenny. This was hard. This was very hard. You want me to go first? Yeah. You start her off. 
do a snake drive. I already here. mentioned her. <laughs> this is I think this is my favorite young actress, so I just feel like I'm gonna put her in a lot of the different roles that will go here. I went Florence Pugh. I just oh, I love wow. her so much. She's so good. Red, white, and Pugh, just <laughs> all over it. Flo P. You. I mean, it's I, I love her. She's so good. Mm-hmm. When you see Don't Worry, Darling, I think you would see. Actually, in my mind, she's gritty too. Like she would work yes. really well for this. Yep. I you you can see her standing on that edge, just being a little uh, little out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just one of those that she is a heavyweight actress. She is an up and comer. She is going to be dominating Hollywood. I think the next fifteen years. I think she would be such a good Jenny because, yeah. boy, I mean, you see, don't worry, darling. I mean, she's so good in it that I just think she'd knock it out of the park as Jenny. And see, this is the. Uh... I love the child. Could you not love a Florence Pugh? How could, how could you not? How could you replace Close a personal fr- friends with Florence? <laughs> <laughs> but because you went, she's a, a heavyweight actress. I think she's almost too thick for the Jenny role. Too she has thick. A, she has a she has a heroin. Clearly a coke. Probably a coke problem oh, more than anything. Both? Right? She has both. A little column A, a little column B. Pugh, Pugh's too healthy. Give me a. I went with Sophie Turner. Give me Sansa, Sansa Stark. Stark. Oh. Give me the give me the I mean you seen Sansa when she was they had to deal with Ron, Ramsey. You seen Sansa when she came out of that when she can be, you know, she, she had a little bit more uh, you know, oh, tenacity yeah. oh, to yeah. her. And then knowing Sophia Turner as actually herself, she's got that little bit of a sass. Yeah. You know, Chris is an avid TikTok uh, follower of her and she's uh, she's something else, but I went with Sophia Turner oh, for my yeah, and it's boy. These are two two tough ones there. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a wash right I now. Agree. We're gonna let the I, colonels. You know we're gonna I'm, let the colonels. You will have to gosh. let them get in on that. But Sophia Turner versus Flo Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> this was the yeah. hardest one. Lieutenant Dan. I honestly I, I thought this was harder than Dan. I'm excited about mine. I'm excited. I am too. I don't know if it's too much of a reach. Why let me let me go with this. How did you what were you looking for in your Lieutenant Dan? Oh, perfect. So I wanted a guy that, uh, you know, could look like the straight-laced guy. So I need to be able to see him in a military outfit. But I also need to see him down and ragged. And I need to know that he can, you know, have a little grizzliness to him. Be a little wacky because he's, yeah. you know, he's... The you know, rage? The you know, rage He's a legless a man befriending two hookers on a New Year's Eve. I need to see that from my guy. I went with Jake Gyllenhaal. I really oh, went with Jake no. Gyllenhaal because I know I've I've I I've seen him in the I've oh, seen him man. in in that setting yeah. where you know he's an army guy. It's basically Southpaw. And <laughs> and then also I Jarrett. know Gyllenhaal can bring the the disgruntled beard and he is such a a good actor. So like good. such a good actor. I love Gyllenhaal. And I went I went I really leaned into my like Really good actors for these last two parts, and I know no, Jill and Hall can deliver this. So that's I'm going with Jake G. All right, so I went a little off the beaten path. I want you to stick with me. Okay. When I say this I'm first, here. I'm here. When I say this first, you're gonna instantly scoff, and I don't know if you've seen the movie that he's been in. Basically, one of his bigger roles. Wes, my Lieutenant Dan, is Billy Redass. I'm going with Bill Burr. I went with Bill Burr because of the rage. Because of everything, the like quips, you see, the quips, and I know everybody's going to laugh like about a, Bill Burr, but here's the thing: Have you seen Bill Burr in King of Satin Island as the firefighter? Man. He's he's 
Excellent dramatic actor. I don't think people give him enough chops. Also in The Fighter. Excellent dramatic actor. I think Bill He's Bird. He's in The Fighter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of Southpaw. I'm going I'm to Gyllenhaal. To Gyllenhaal. I mean, I love yours, but give me Billy. Give me Gosh, Bill Billy Bird. smokes. I just, but like I'm you circling. Imagine, I'm like, circling. You can imagine that is the type. Imagine of the rage. Imagine the New Year's Eve. Imagine mm-hmm. the anger. But I don't think Bill Burr gets enough roles, and I don't think he gets enough credit for how good of a dramatic actor he actually is. Yeah. Because I mean, obviously his comedy is out of this world. Well, I love him. You could see him as that lieutenant because those why little, not? Those little quips that, yes. that Lieutenant Dan throws out, you know Burr is going to be on point with that, and then you throw him Give into my man the, some magic legs. Uh, the uh, drunken, uh, you know, post-Vietnam war vet. Yelling I feel like God. this is the role Burr has been asking for his whole life. He's yes. been preparing for this. The so man, the he's man ready. that got him right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I, I love it. I'm giving you, I'm giving you Burr. Boy, and that's hard because I, I, I do love, love the Gyllenhaal, but I mean, I just went a little off nope, the beaten you have path. To, you have to, though. I mean, that's, <laughs> I couldn't Man. go Miles Teller again. <laughs> yeah, right. And Miles, come on fan, down. Fa- fan favorite. This was the hardest, though, right? Like, how do you, of how do you do a I don't gum? Know how you do I'm it. so curious. I, I almost feel like you're gonna have my gum. You're gonna, you're gonna Miles Teller me again. <laughs> so, ah, and maybe this is. Because I've just watched a bunch of movies with him in it right now. Oh. But I've seen the versatility in him. And a little shout out to uh, Kansas Rig here. Oh. Because I used to Friend watch it. Pod. We used to watch a movie in, at uh, Family Video that had this guy in it. And he had like a little, it was the first my first introduction to him. And he had like a little lisp. He could do, a, he could just do so many different things. And then... And then you start seeing more and more of what he's coming out with, and I know I'm slow rolling in. No, I'm doing that. I on love purpose. it. I love this. But you see him early. You see going. him early in that, and then he pops out in the movie Split, and then you can see oh. how well-rounded of a guy that he can you do. So could McAvoy. James McAvoy play the role of yes. Henry Forrest Gump? I don't know where Henry came from. <laughs> so could he play the role of Forrest Gump? I think so. So I went James McAvoy for this. And the earlier movie, I had to watch Penelope so many times at Family (laughs) Video. (laughs) But that was my first introduction. It wasn't Penelope. Penelope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, good. Good pick. This is going to be tough. I think think this is better. I think your fit might be better. You have to have an actor of Tom Hanks' quality, which yes. I yep. would say McAvoy is an exceptional actor. You saw it in Split, you saw it in oh, Glass, man. but even before that, Atonement, oh, uh, Last Atonement. King of Scotland. Love it. Good call uh, there. I mean, this this guy is one of... It's a super sad movie, too. Atonement. Super Jesus. sad. My God. And then you have... He's Professor X. I mean, you got Charles Xavier. I, I love McAvoy. I think... I think he could absolutely nail it. So, I thought of McAvoy for Lieutenant Dan because he already did the no-leg acting. Boy, could be. (laughs) And that's important. you got to replace that. You (laughs) cannot replace the no-legs. So, I'm same lines as you. You need just an incredible heavyweight actor. You need somebody that is top of the line, somebody that's incredible. One of the up-and-comers, young actors. Wes, I went Adam Driver. I went with Kylo Ren. I went Adam Driver. And I don't know if it's because I want to just pair him up with John David Washington again for Black Klansman. To be honest, I could see Adam Driver (laughs) doing the backhands 
like forest lean. He's got the height that you want. Like well, McAvoy's, he's like my size. I want to see like him mini in mini gump. I want to see him. In, <laughs> I want to see him in Marriage Story, given a. I may not know what love is. <laughs> I may not know what the Sith is. Man. That, that's Adam Driver. That's is, good. He's an awesome actor. I still don't Son know. I think that might be another draw because I also love the McAvoy. Uh, but Adam Driver, man, that's uh, you got a former Marine. Adam Driver was a Marine, so was you got really? the yeah, you got the you got the uh, you know the the oh, Vietnam scenes are going to be last good. Duel. Did you watch that yet? Yes, incredible. Actually, really good. I would give uh, three point five buckets mm-hmm, to last duel. Mm-hmm, quick, mm-hmm, quick mm-hmm, review, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Adam Driver as my Gump. I think he could pull it off. He's an incredible actor. Uh, I can't, I can't make a decision on that one. So I need a decision here. Yeah, we're on, gonna need uh, it from the Colonels. I need one on Sophie Turner versus Flo Pugh, Florence Pugh. So let's let me let me give my recap. My Mrs. Gump, I went with Kate Blanchett. Yep. My Bubba Gump, D- John David Washington, Denzel's kid. Uh, my Jenny, Flo Pugh is. Color. Uh, my Lieutenant Dan, the the odd choice of Bill Burr, uh, and then my Gump, Forrest Gump, Adam Driver. Man, Give me your recap. Man, love what you did there. So uh, my Mrs. Gump, my girl, the delightful Diane Lane, Bubba yeah, Gump, John Boyega, my guy. That's close. Sophia Turner, and this is that's going to be a tough one for uh, Jen A. Lieutenant Dan, Jake Gyllenhaal. I think. Uh, I love the Bill Burr thing. I, I think that's an easy win. And then Gump, I went with McAvoy. I went with McAvoy. And the, so this is Boy. we need two. We need two deciding votes from the Colonels here on these. Oh, we got it. We got to get it. Last last thing I want to mention because it's a note I have to write down. <laughs> and this is ridiculous. PG thirteen movie. PG thirteen movie is the rating here. Is this movie going to be in the side boob Hall of Fame? I mean, is there a movie that has more side boob than Forrest Gump? I mean, there's at least six side boob scenes. <laughs> I mean, it's just unbelievable. I can't believe that you noticed it enough to, to jot it down. Well, here's why. Here's I like why. that, I like because that the word side boob is in your notes right now. Side boob. <laughs> uh, Peter Griffin over here. Well, here's why. This is the only reason I bring it up is because Vicky and I were talking. It's like, well, do you think... Would Katie want to watch this movie? Katie's my 13-year-old. Obviously, I watched this movie when I was 10, 11, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it came out in 94. Enough with the gumball. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, I mean, it's it's one of those where, like, do we want to – she's obviously old enough to watch it, but then when Vicky and I are watching it today, I wrote this, I'm like – it's an awful lot of side boob to watch. Thirteen-year-old, like, this has got to be a side boob Hall of Fame for a thirteen. You get Jenny with the Playboy. You get the, you oh, know, that's all right. Of that. You get her up on stage as she what gets whipped away. What a stupid move, by the way. Pose nude with your college. Yeah, what are you Playboy? doing here? Come what are we on. doing? Just put on a different college uh, sweater. Just put on a put Big on Ten Stanford Cardinal. Cares. Yeah. Stanford Cardinal. Uh, but I mean, that's I don't know. That's just so oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do we want? No, I can't wait to rewatch now. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. I mean, that's uh, we'll wrap it up. Well, you know, we went long today, but my God, we've been we've been off for a year. We had to give the Colonels everything they wanted. Oh man, buddy, this was a blast. Heck yeah, this was so much. Good fun. excuse to get a gump in. It was. It's been what too a great long for a gump. rewatch. What a great week. Great rewatch. You know, we want to wish everybody uh, just an incredible happy holidays. We hope you enjoy your gift from the boys here at DFTP, uh, giving you a nice pod. I mean, here, here's the deal. I know there's a blizzard coming, but we gave you a two-hour pod. So I mean, if, oh, yeah. if you can, if you got to drive somewhere, we're gonna be your co-pilot. Light a fire. 
a little glass of hot cocoa. And put your boys yeah. on. You put your what? boys yeah. on. Give yourself a, a little don't forget the popcorn <laughs> here to, to send yourself in the holidays. Uh, we've learned our lesson. We were not going to tell you when it's going to be. We like being surprised. Who knows when the next episode will be? Uh, who knows what it could be? I like the surprise. I like the little bit of mysteriousness here. But for Dave McPeak, uh, you know, and Wes Ledesma, we would like to wish everybody a happy holidays and run, Forest, run. Yeah. <laughs>